warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. We are live from Cleveland, USA, Ohio tonight. I am the Emperor, joined in studio finally by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Uh, back from a week-long hiatus where I had to fly solo. Yes, thank you, by the way, for all your emails uh, with your condolences. I really appreciate that. So, anyways, uh, a lot to discuss here, ladies and gentlemen. I you know, did the show last week solo, and I remembered why that sucked and wasn't nearly as entertaining and fun as what I'm doing with other people. Aha! Uh-huh. So, so you did miss me. I missed having somebody else to help carry the show, yes. Oh, okay. You know, I, I was trying to find any kind of hobo or semi-alive corpse to put in the chair to you know basically do what you do. Wow. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anybody that was able to. So I, no, 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 no hobos? No. Box, no corpses either. Boxcar willies? I can't think of any other word for hobo. Bum? Bum? Yeah, I guess that would be. Uh, lower middle class? Lower middle? No, I'd say probably poor. Democratic voter? No, no, no. Welfare you're, recipient? Now you're Legal reaching. immigrant? Reaching. Mm, let's see. Democratic target base? Yeah, that, those, all those are, you know, would fit. Okay. Anyways, a lot has happened this week, actually, in the news, not just video gaming, but uh, stuff across the board here. I just found out moments ago that LeBron James has been named the NBA MVP. Yeah, very for exciting. The second in a row. Not, not uh, really shocking, really, because he did such a great job this year. But. I'm hoping that translates into a ring. It's always shocking to me because Cleveland never gets the respect it deserves. And the people who obviously aren't from the United States probably wouldn't understand that, but we really don't. This is flyover country. Basically, if you don't live on the coast, you're pretty much irrelevant. And that goes for sports, too. So a lot of times people don't get the same kind of coverage they would if they played in Chicago, L.A., New York. So it's always good to see a hometown guy do well. True. Especially good MVP. And the Cleveland Cavaliers advanced in their first round against the Bulls. Not a shock. I knew that was coming. I was actually surprised that the Bulls won a game, but I'll take out a five. You know, like I said, I call it, I said five. They'd win one in Chicago, and we'd have to come back here and play in Cleveland. Um, 
it was nice to finally beat those bastards after losing them five in a row. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that we had never beaten them in a series right. ever. I'd actually gone to a couple of those playoff games way back in the day. Did you really? Ridgefield Coliseum, yeah. So you, you saw Michael Jordan spank us, huh? Yes, I did. Wow. Up close in person. But uh, I got to tell you, for the rest of the time that LeBron James is here, for the next three or four years when he signs this, this contract extension, I'm just saying, if we were to go every single playoff and championship run to beat the Bulls, the Celtics, and the Lakers... I don't care in what order. Every single year, I would be. A, I would. I have a man. I don't. Those see, three franchises to me. I have me off more than anything. Else. I, I have no rival. It doesn't really matter to me because we're so above every other team that really. To I mean, the the only rival that I know of that actually hates us is the Washington Wizards. Oh, now it's not Detroit. It, it's not reciprocal. No, no. Detroit doesn't hate us because they've beaten us. But the Wizards, we've beaten them. I think we beat them like three years in a row in the first round. To knock them out because I, I know when Antoine Jameson came over here, he was saying that like everyone over there hated the Cavaliers and they I don't know what, conspired I don't to try to defeat them. And then you know he came over here and found that everyone was really cool and everything. But uh, the the only rivals that I had ever heard of that you know reciprocal was none. I, only- I, I still think Detroit. I think if you know, there's a lot of people who have said that. I don't yeah, know, except so because that team's kind of dismantled. Yeah, it, it so, sucks. Yeah. They only won like 20 games this year. So, but I want to beat those three franchises because they're the most storied franchises in the NBA. They're consistently, constantly in the playoffs, and we've had nothing but problems with them all of our franchise history. So, if we get to pummel them into the ground, every I want people in Chicago who are kids now cursing number 23 LeBron James for knocking them out of the playoffs. Every single year for the next five years, this is well, I have done for Michael Jordan and John Elway all my right. life. Except this will be the only year of that because he's switching to number six next yeah, year. Yeah, okay, you get the idea. I, I get the idea. One person, so. All right, so that's happened. Uh, apparently they found the Ark, Noah's Ark, apparently on the mountain. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't believe a word of it, personally, because... As a story, I'm rather skeptic myself. I'm pre- I'm 100% skeptical, for obvious reasons. Uh, also, because if, if you do any sort of internet search evangelical christian groups like that which is what that group was if you follow the story it's, it's an evangelical christian group out of hong kong uh groups like that have found the ark time and time again and time and time again every it's always years. proved to be yeah like every few years it pops up you know they found they found this big giant boat that no one else in you know thousands of years have been able to find but they found it it, it happens all the time but I, I i take it with a, an enormous grain of salt so you know if it Turns out to be the real thing, and it's obviously a huge, you know, game changer around the world. But yeah, I don't really think that's ever going to be proven. In fact, we're just no. discussing that off. off I mean, even on, on even, even if you can prove it came from that time period and it is some kind of big boat, it doesn't even prove that it's. I mean, unless well, come on, right, unless right. Noah carves it, says I Noah made this boat because God told me there was going to be a flood. You know, okay. e- even then I would be skeptical about it. But yeah. That's because you don't like to be proven wrong. But well, it's because I'm never wrong. That's well. <sighs> <laughs> uh, all right, Kikilis. Let's just keep going before we get to. Anyway, so we have a bunch of topics to get to tonight. We have a ton of topics. I yeah. am. Uh, now, did you use all the topics? I, 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 I did send some you some topics. Yes, you did. I, okay. I, I did use some of them. Okay, so I'm I'm in the I'm in the dark on this, so I don't really know where we're going to go because I know I sent you some topics and you said you use some of them. So yeah, last week I you know spent the time trashing Roger Ebert because he said video games are not art and never will be art. Uh, we then used okay. that as the nine those nine events that from video games that made you cry. Okay, okay. So what did you think of those? I'm curious. Um, some of them I agreed with. Some of them I just 
didn't either because I didn't play them to that far, or uh-huh. I just didn't think it was that big of a. I mean, there were other events and other games I think they couldn't put up there, but you know, okay. I, you know, it's not that big a deal. Sure, but I understand. I mean, the point was it 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 fit into the mold we were discussing, and that Ebert's point was that musicians and writers and sculptors and painters and what have you, artists, mm-hmm. enlisted in a kind of in a sort of response, whether it be emotional or or what have you. And then I segued into the one that you found about those nine game moments that give you an emotional response, crying. That's kind of why I put that in there. Yeah. Now. So to me, it just led from one into the other. Sure. So that's how that went. Oh, I just realized uh, we, we have the, uh, at the end, we have the reverse quickening to do. That's right. And yes. people actually sent in their answers? Oh, people questions? sent in a ton of that. Well, obviously, since we've been waiting so long. Yeah, there's yeah. a ton. of So it'll be a, an extra long quickening this Good, time around. Good, we're going to have one last last two weeks, actually. Yeah, so, so it'll be quite long with everyone's answers. Actually, I don't think we've done any of our segments in the last two weeks. This is true. i got to tell you, I, I, I was under the weather last week. I am no better this week, so I'm glad you're here to help shoulder some of the load. Cool beans. But uh, we've got a bunch of stuff, actually, here. This one here was sent in by none left. We'll start off with this one. All right. This is from Tech Radar. And it's basically some some psychologist chick from the UK who wants them to look into and start reviewing mobile and online gaming, basically a code of conduct. Then she goes on to say that there's not enough being done for games that are put on your mobile phones, like your iPhone, your Droids, you know, what have you. Okay. There isn't enough kind of there there isn't enough stuff going on for them to look into to, to keep track of violent and graphic video games for getting into the hands of children. Well, does. Does the ESRB that we have here in America apply in, in no, it does England? Not. Oh, okay, so America. they don't. Okay, right. all right. I just wanted to make that figure that one out. Yes, is it? It's important for families. <clears throat> this is a quote. It is important that families have updated advice about new ways to engage in gaming. Uh, all UK mobile phone networks offer a level of filtering, which can be activated when the phone is purchased or later by phone and customer service. Here's my question. Actually, mm-hmm. this pops up, and when I first started reading this, it popped in my head. Okay, how many kids do you know? Under the underage kids are walking around with two and three hundred dollar expensive smartphones. It's tricky to say. I mean, when you're thinking of kids, are you thinking of like 11, 12 year olds, or yes, are you thinking, thinking of like underage. 16, if 17 year olds? Under 16. Under 16. Under 16 yes. Okay, under 16, uh, barely any. Like high, high, high school kids, pro, I'm sure they all do. But if you're talking about like middle school or junior high kids, or you know, if you're from some other country, you know, figure it out from there. Like you know, grade six through eight or whatever. Uh, school yeah, is probably easier that way. Yeah, like you know, like like ages like ten through fourteen, probably not. Or if they do have a phone, it's some kind of like cheapy phone because it's their first phone ever, and you don't want to give them some expensive thing that they're going to lose or forget. That's what I would do anyway if I was the parent. Speaking of forgetting, Fred's actually brings up a good point as to how to get into IRC, and I'm glad he brings oh, that up. Oh, we forgot that. Then no. again, uh, like I said, I, I am not feeling the greatest here, so I'm glad he reminded me because I completely forgot. So here you go. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. So there's how you can join us. I, I always get a kick out when he says, here's how you get in touch with the guys. I like yeah. that. The guys. I wrote that. You wrote that? Yes, I did. And I'm sure you think it was the greatest thing It ever was read. the most fantastic thing I ever put to I, a piece of virtual well, paper. I thought it was catchy. Okay, so you're, you're wondering if, if it's a good thing to have ratings well, for it, mobile games? Is it that, says, she goes, it's questionable whether parents are aware of this and take advantage of it. And if a child accesses the internet using Wi-Fi, they bypass any filtering which may be switched on a, on a network level. All right, well, you know what? That brings up another question then. Uh, probably one of more concern to me. Okay. All right. If they're, if if her beef is that kids are able to to pop on their phone, 
Log on to the internet by Wi-Fi. What the hell are you worried about games for? They're looking for porn. Sure, yeah, or they're looking for something. Plus, I'm I'm honestly trying to think. Can you can you name one mobile game or a game on like a cell phone that's really violent? Okay, well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure they right. I'm sure they Doom. probably exist, but really, I, I none come to mind. Doom. I mean. I, I don't have a mobile phone like I mean I've got one right, but you don't have like a, a fancy phone. one. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I, I don't require one. I don't need one. I have no no interest in. See, having I mean, one. I, I have to have the bells and whistles. Right. I, I, like I the need bells, bells and whistles. whistles for other things, computers and TVs right. and surround sounds and stuff that pisses off my neighbors. But I don't need a phone. Gotcha. Um, I like like there's. I mean, like I said, I'm sure they exist, but there's there's got to be so few that really to to. Go freaking out over something like this. I don't. And plus, how do you, how do you know what the rating is? Because it's not like you go to a, a brick and mortar store and you buy it and you can pick up the box and look at the box and see what it says. Well, I think that's her point. Is she wants a rating system in place for any kind of mobile app for ge- or so, app game. So, for- like when you download it, it would pop up. Like I can see she has like a picture or something right here of what she right. would recommend. So, like a picture would pop up saying that this is eighteen yes. and over. Yes. But then, how do you? Like if say I'm ten years old, how am I going to be stopped from buying an eighteen plus game or something? Well, I imagine you'd probably be. I mean, if I'm a parent, I would question why on my credit card all of a sudden Grand Theft Auto just appeared on my bill. That's, okay, that's but still, point. The, I, I, the point is it's still bought though, right? My, that's my point. Is I, I find I'm not sure that what she's trying to do is really relevant because I don't think there's enough kids at that level who are going to have phones. And how many of them have access to money to buy these games True. unless they're yeah. free app- apps? And it's possible that they have games out there that are free applications you can download. There, there are free games, but none of them are are violent. Like any, like if you're talking about Doom, I've never seen Doom on a phone, but I, I could believe that Doom could be on a phone because it's, it's so old. Something like that would cost a couple bucks. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be free. They wouldn't just give it away. I see uh, Total Biscuit has made a guest appearance here in our venture, oh. on our IRC. Doing nothing on a Friday night, typical of Total Biscuit. By hey, the way, go ahead. Totally uh, totally off topic. I'm actually following the UK election, speaking of Total Biscuit. Yeah, I've actually been following I've, their debates. I've, 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 I find it rather, I, I just find it interesting. You find it awful? Awful. I mean, no, no, their debates are terrible. The, well, it's, it's the first horrible. time they've done it. It's, you, I, you that's gotta that's give my them. point. I'm not sure how elected leaders of a nation have never had to debate publicly in front of their nation before. Give them some time. They'll, they'll figure it out. So who are you? Uh, obviously, you'd be rooting for David Cameron of the uh, conservative party. You know what? It, it's irrelevant to me. And I feel it, kind it, of like, well, I feel kind of funny that, I, that I know that. Or like, yes, I know that. Well, okay, then I feel kind of stupid too because I know who you're talking about. Right. And I, I'm not a fan of Gordon Brown, but then again, it's not my country, so I don't care. I'm not either. I'm, I, I, I've, business. I'm, I'm actually on board with Nick Clegg and the liberal Democrats. Who did very well in the debates? I everyone is quite. Everyone's I, quite shocked because okay. I, 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 I'm not familiar with them. So I, I, I knew a little going in that basically over there it, it's kind of like a two party system, but then you've got the Liberal Democrats as like half a party. So like in, in Parliament it would be like like 175 seats for Labor, right. 175 seats for a Conservative, and then like 70 seats for the Liberal Democrats. So they're they're not big enough that they can move their weight around, but they're big enough that. When they talk, you have to listen to what they have to say. I'll vote for Shin Fen, and I'll go with that. They they have a they have a seat or two in, in Parliament. They have like but anyway, <laughs> apparently, uh, with the first debate, everyone thought he was articulate and they liked what he had to say. So I've now Labor and Conservative are, are freaking out over you know what they're going to do because they've never had to deal with them before, really. But yeah, mainly it's I, I have 
no rooting interest because it's a not my oh, country. I, I don't have don't any rooting care. interest either. It's it's just uh, it's it's like a spectator sport. But I do me. like I like to, to smash down stereotypes and Americans don't pay attention to what's going on outside of a. See, so there you ah, go. We prove, know what's going prove on. Prove you wrong. People suck. <laughs> Total Biscuit, folks, you can listen to and watch, actually, uh, Shoutcraft, which airs, I believe, noon Eastern here at VTWProductions.com. It's video casting of live StarCraft 2 games. Tune in and watch. We used to air those on Friday, but clearly we're not anymore. I I think it's going overboard right now. I understand. Maybe they're just trying to put something in place because right. I think that is kind of the wave, the future sure. of online or uh, handheld gaming is really going to come down to phones. I mean, because it's much easier. I, I mean, I, I have no problem with them having some sort of rating system so that you would know, kind of like what we have over here with the ESRB. But I, I, I think this person's just not, they've not figured out a way to implement it properly. Like, I can't quite think of it unless you're going to put something in front of the game. Like, if by downloading this game, you agree that you're this old or whatever. Old, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But still, that you can get around that easy. Okay, yes, I'm Yeah, 18, that's it. You I'm just playing. yeah, it's the same with like porn sites or alcohol sites. You just acknowledge you're eighteen and you just go you're right into right. the site. So Well and that kind of and that's again, my main concern wouldn't be so much the games, the fact that you can get porn. I mean if if there's no way from the stop it says that they can bypass filters just by going on Wi Fi as opposed right. to three G, then Yeah, then games would be the least about that. Yeah, I'd be more worried about them going on crazy websites than downloading violent video games. So Anyway, so that's going on. Uh, moving on here to topics, we're going to try and get through as many as we can here. Oh, it's, it's, it's one of mine. Yeah, this is one of the ones you sent in here. I thought this was really funny when I saw this. Uh, you know what? I'm surprised. Now, this I'm a little confused by. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't a couple weeks ago we had uh, go over a story about StarCraft uh, games being thrown because kind of like the uh, Chicago Black Sox. They were taking money for, for games being played at professional You were tournaments. saying something like that. Yeah, yeah, there was the thing going on. There, it's a scandal going on in, Star, in uh, South Korea where StarCraft players were being paid to throw games on the pro level. And right. most of the top-tier players have been in, implicated in this, which led me to believe, through implication, that there was betting going on based on the results of those games. Well, I, I see where you're going, and I will, we'll give you the, the... This article is called First Ever Video Game Betting Service Announced. And uh, I'll, I'll just do the first not, paragraph. Computerandvideogames.com. Right. The, the leading retail and online bookmaker, Patty Power, has announced that it will be taking bets on video game competitions starting with Super Street Fighter 4. What, what I think might have been going on in Korea was something... Maybe similar to what happened with the 1919 Black Sox kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So someone where it wasn't like a service, it was just people with a lot of money who decided to throw it. You know, it wasn't like they went through a, a, a formal bookie process. So like something like this is like legit, whereas maybe something what was going on in Korea was not legit. They, well, they, I mean, they were going through a... Legit or, or, or not is kind right. of irrelevant. I mean, if I'm running a legitimate business and I see majority of people are voting on or, you know, betting on one person or another, right. I can still pay to have something, have the match thrown. I suppose, but you, you have to know... I benefit for it if somebody else does it. You'd have to know where to go, though. If it's something illegal, like, you'd have to know someone in order to be able to get into that and know what's going on. Whereas this is completely all out in the open. They're being completely open and honest with it. They're, they're already bookmakers, but now they're branching off into video game competitions. So I think that might be where this article is coming from. It's the first ever video game betting service announced. The match will be hosted at publisher Capcom's European headquarters and streamed live to the Patty Power website at 7 p.m. Thursday, 29th of April. Okay, 7 p.m. doesn't say so exactly it, what what yeah. time zone we're in. but a Well, search- for Capcom's European headquarters. So I'm, Okay, where uh, in Europe? 
I don't know. There how, you go. How, how many time That's, zones do they have in Europe? A, a bunch. A bunch. A selection of bets is available from outright winner to length of the fastest round. Betting is alive. On, this just goes to prove that people will bet on anything. Oh, people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I remember when the Super Bowl happened, there were so many different bets on things like how long the Star Spangled Banner was going to be sung, <laughs> what the coin flip was going to be. I think that it was supposed to be a minute and 30 seconds, and it was like a plus minus of like five seconds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Couldn't believe it. Well, and I, I made the statement a couple of weeks ago when we first covered the uh, StarCraft thing that I said, you really know you've come into your own, you've become mainstream, when all of a sudden you've got people betting on the outcome of your matches. Now, let me, let me pose it to you, Highlander. I'm, not, I'm of two minds about this. Okay. For one, I'm glad it's going to bring some kind of, I mean, if people are going to bet on it, that means it's going to get a bit of credibility. It's going to be up there as a legitimate competition of some kind that people are actually willing to wager money. I'd agree, yeah. Having said that, is this also a negative in that, just like what happens in StarCraft, or the fact that there's going to be a bit of a backlash people say, how could you possibly bet on video games? How stupid. I don't know. I, I don't have a big problem with it. If, if someone wants to place a bet on two people playing video games, I don't have a big deal with it. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm just trying to figure out how you, how you would handicap that, because there's no home field advantage, there's no weather, there's no players, there's well, no... You know, well, I, well there, there, there are players. There are people playing okay, the game. My point is, I mean, there's no... Well, in well, he's for, got a knee injury. He's for Super Street Fighter gotta, for Super Street Fighter Four and for a lot of fighting games. And you, you said you've never played a lot of fighting games. So. I played. I, I played them back in the day. I don't okay, play okay. Now they're all. You know. The way it works now is you can go online and fight other people, and then you get like a ranking. So like if if you're fighting a lot of people and you're winning, you have a very high win percentage. So I'm I'm assuming that might have something to do with it. So if someone has a win like a win percentage of seventy eight percent. Versus someone that has a win percentage of 54%, then you think that the guy with the 70% is probably going to win the match, or at least has a greater chance of winning the match. And that, that goes true with a lot of different fighting games. Divine Justice is apparently upset that we're not paying more attention to them in IRC. I am very well aware of what you people are saying. I'm just waiting for something relevant to be said so I can actually read it. <sighs> Again, I, I think... I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. If if someone Honestly, wants to bet on it, why why should I say that they can't? Who am I to tell them that they can't? I guess bet on part of it games? is that I, I want to keep some of this, and 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 I guess it's kind of a, stup- a stupid thing to say, but I want to keep it pure. And the reason why is this: every single major sport has had some kind of betting scandal along the way at some point that involved a great deal of money that casts a lot of doubt. On the game, mm-hmm. you had it with the Black Sox in Chicago right. Right, for baseball, and that played baseball for years. Was it last year or two years ago? We had the NBA officials, but the, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Rose, and then Cincinnati Reds and his betting scandal right. with him and a couple of other managers back in the seventies and eighties. You know, I, friggin' boxing has been legit since Muhammad Ali. Sure, and that's been going on thirty years. And then when you look at the NFLs, come on, that's a joke. <laughs> Amp doesn't like Koreans because we can beat him in any RTS we play. Well, so not, not any RTS, only StarCraft. Yeah. I, I beat enough of your asses in Warcraft 3 that, that that statement's not true. That, and I've yet to lose to anybody yet in, in Napoleon Total War. Well, not, I mean, not one single loss. Well, when there's yeah. only 20 people playing the game. Then Actually, it's, yeah. it's got a very large community. That happens. I figured out. I, I assumed it would. Your ass, yes, Probably not as much as StarCraft. No, no, but. no, no, no. Not, not, not near as much, so. So you're you're opposed to this, or at least you have doubts about this because I have, you I think have a worry about this. Yes. See, 
there, I worry a lot. That's I don't I, really unless you're talking about like the world cyber games or something like that, which would be thrown. I don't really see how involving a bet how individuals are going to be. It's it's okay. it's two individuals playing, right? So I, I suppose someone could give them money to throw the match, but how does that one match throw the whole? You know, every individual player of. Street Fighter Four or Soul Calibur Four. Well, it does, or and whatever. I imagine it would probably be it would be more important when you get to those final games when you have people, you know, in the semifinals or finals, and you've got two people facing off. You know, if you can make a lot of money, it's just like anything else. You contact one of the players. I mean, look at these are just kids or you know people. They're not exactly millionaires. They're probably. They're making, I'd say they're probably like twenty. Okay, maybe, fine. They're college yeah. age kids, right? Yeah, I, I would more say likely probably. don't have an income. They're not getting any money from any anything. A biggest prize they can probably pull is like ten thousand dollars in in one of these tournaments, and that's big ticket money. If somebody comes up and he says, "We'll guarantee wow. you," you know, ten thousand dollars to throw the match, knowing they're going to make a million off the amount of people betting. Wow, I, I just thought of something amazing. What if we could get enough money together and go to the World Cyber Games and pay off the Korean team to throw their match to the United States? They, they would lose in, in StarCraft Two. Smash that stereotype. Wouldn't that be awesome? Throw the game against the Americans. I think that would be great. How much How much do you think it would cost us? Uh, the whole team. There's, like 20 there's bucks like, and a couple dogs? There's like, I'm trying to think of how many people are on the, on the StarCraft, each one. I think it's five people, I think. Didn't we go over the uh, the salaries of of each individual player? I, I don't remember going over the salaries. I remember I, okay, talking I about it. Might have been, you might okay. not have been here for All that. Right. Might have been last week. Don't left. See if you can find those salaries for me again of the StarCraft players. That would be like we we'll, we'll pool our money together and then we'll 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 find like a like a go between. Yeah, and then like, we'll do it. We'll do it just like uh, Arnold see. Rothstein. What I got I got uh, thirty bucks American. I got a couple dogs I can toss in. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, let's see. And a promise to keep those 26,000 people on the DMZ to keep the North Koreans away from you. How about that, you <laughs> bastards? That would show a little bit of a little bit of gratitude. Throw a match. Throw us a bone. Ah, here it is. Salaries of StarCraft. Please. Oh, okay. Thank you. Alrighty. No, no, no this is in rep. this is in bot or whatever or whatever they're. Uh, I don't know where the hell they're called. Uh, American dollar. Okay. American dollar to Korean one exchange rate was rounded up to Holy one to Lord. thousand. Well, okay, now wait a minute. No, no, they, they they have it in dollars right here. Okay, but I think this is in Korean, isn't it? No, that that's the that's dollar. American. Yes, I was on the impression this was. No, that's the see. It that's goes monthly. It goes year. income, the contract monthly and yearly. So so this, so this person gets thirteen thousand a month. So this dude's pulling one hundred fifty five thousand dollars a year to play friggin' Starcraft. Yes, and their and their contract is for four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, that's Team Skit, Team KTF, K- Team CJ, NBC Games, Pantex, Sam Samsung. Yeah, every KF, every like, like I said, every team is sponsored yeah. by like a corporation. Right. Well, okay. Bottom line is we don't have enough money between the two of us. Maybe we can do. Like you know, maybe wow. do like a paddywhacker thing. You just intimidate them. Go over there because we're bigger. That would be great. And we'll take a couple. Uh, we'll get the Boondock Saints. And, yeah. uh... There, you see now you're thinking, buddy. <laughs> Listen, your bastard. You better throw the match. We'll put a bullet through your skull. How about that? Blow up the arena cafe. That'd be Ace. awesome. I like where this is going. See, I see. think we'll have more fun intimidating people. There we go. And then we'll just take, a, and then we'll obviously bet on them to lose, and then we'll we'll rake it in. But to make that mafia thing work, we got to find an Italian to come with us. I don't know of any Italians. I don't know of any up. Italians. We'll have either. to find one. There's got to be one hiding around somewhere. We can actually do a bad Italian accent and like 
give Maybe. a baseball bat or like an ice pick. We'll 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 hire some of those uh, actors that are in every single mafia movie. Like you know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, like the background guys. I, I I don't know their names, but whenever it's a mafia movie, it's the same ten guys you see in the background all the time. <laughs> just just hire them, have them go over and you know just have them do their thing. You don't even have to script them. They could probably do it all on their own. DJ says, if you blow up all the internet cafes... I didn't say all the internet cafes. I said an internet cafe. Yeah, I don't think we could blow them all up. If you blow up all the internet cafes, it's like blowing up the entire country. They're everywhere, he says. No, I just want to blow up one as an example to the rest of you people. That's right. As as an example. You people. You people. What do you mean, you people? Starcraft players. Oh, okay. Racist prick. What do you think I was saying? You you were the one saying you people. need to go find all those Italians. Bring them with us. (laughs) Unbelievable. You know, it's kind of funny today on a completely unrelated topic. Um, I don't know why, but I got bored and I was I was on my technically I'm on my break at work. Uh-huh. So I flipped, started flipping through Wikipedia, and I don't know why, but I looked up Wing Commander just okay. for the hell of it. Uh huh. And that was one of my favorite games back in the day. One of the it was, with it was, like the, the franchise or the yeah. very first one. Oh, the first I played the first three. Okay, I played up the Privateer. I played the third and the fourth one. That was it. Oh, and then uh, Prophecy. I played Prophecy. Third, fourth, and Prophecy. I played first, second, the Secret Mission expansions, played the third, and then I played... Uh, when Mark Campbell took over and they moved to the Concordia, I kind of lost interest. See, that's where I picked it up. So I yeah. third, fourth, and then they killed him off in Prophecy. And then I played Privateer, which I thought was the best of the bunch. I did not know they made a second Privateer in 97. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I didn't... But it, it one thing led to another. I started looking at that. Then I started looking at all the ultimate. I don't even know why, but I started looking up uh, old Atari games for the hell of it. Okay. Imperium Galactic and Colonial Conquest, games that I played when I was a kid for the wow. old Atari computer. These are games that I guarantee nobody around here recognized the names of except maybe you and me. I, I didn't recognize the names of those How two. How about Ultima? I know Privateer. All right, see, so Mechawk knows Privateer. Yeah, we have Privateer, but that, that wasn't. Old Atari. Yeah, that, that wasn't for Atari. That yeah. was for uh, PC. Uh, Ultima? Yeah. You mean like the very like the very the first franchise. Ultima? Yes, I played the first one. No, I, I never played any of that stuff. I, I never one, played the first two, King's three, Quest. I never four. played oh, any King's of that. King's Quest was another good one. The the first role playing game that I played, and I I don't even know if you I guess you'd call it a role playing game, probably like an action RPG. Would it be Advanced Dungeons and Dragons for the Intellivision? Wow, and that that's is old. really that's, old. That's out there. Yeah, that's really old. But I got to looking. Uh, I started, you know, flipping through the screenshots and, and reading the explanation on how the game's playing. I just got to get to reminiscing because those were great games back then, man. That was the very definition of of RPGs and games back then. You can That's probably download it for free. A lot of them have them out there, but most of them are remakes on different modern engines. Right, they're 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 ROMs, yeah. They're not even ROMs. They're just remakes on, like, say, uh, uh, the uh, Dungeon Master. Okay. Dungeon Keeper. Oh, all right. Okay. Dungeon Keeper engine. They made one on and and things like that. Because I I wanted to go back and play Ultima 4. I played the hell out of that game. I love that game. The old Atari had, it was on four discs, those big, like, five-inch floppy discs. The floppy discs that weren't floppy anymore because they were in the hard cases? Yeah. Well, these ones were, I mean, kind of floppy. I mean, not the the big, hard, but not like War Games ones. The little ones are a little smaller. Right. They're they're slightly bigger than three and a half inch floppies we kind of used to that. I remember, yeah. But, and I got reminiscing. Those were great games. I looked up uh, Zork, too. The original. I played that one. All text. You played the text game, Zork? The the original 1980 text game. I played it when I was like seven or eight. Never played Zork. I I played Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, and there's another one called A Mind Forever Voyaging that I used to play. 
but the original Zork was all text based. Yes, and, was, and a couple of them are, are reoccurring jokes that have, that have survived actually up till today, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Gru, and what is it? Uh, you're standing in front of a White House with a door slightly ajar. All those things are kind of reoccurring themes, and it was nice reminisce and go back and look at those games. And and I guess I got to thinking: were games better then than they are now? Is the, is the actual soul? The actual playability of the games, the actual fun factor, was it better then than it is now? I don't know. It's 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 so tough to say because everyone, no matter what it is, always seems to look back on the past with rose colored nostalgia glasses. Is it rose colored glasses? I'm looking. Yeah, at? it's it's trick to it's tricky to say. I don't know. So I that's what it looks like over here. Oh, yo, no, yeah, I've, oh, I've, I've, I've okay. played text games. Yeah, like I said, I played Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That, oh, that was a text I, game. Okay, I didn't know. Right. And so was a Mind Forever Voyaging was a text game as well. Um. I keep, I'm, I'm trying to not say um. I keep doing I realize I've I keep doing that. that. more today than you have normally. Yeah, I'm so. trying to. Well, I'm two weeks rusty, so I have to get back into it. So you're asking if games were better back then than they well, are it's now? it's the soul and fun factor of a game. I th- you're right. How do, how do you define the soul of a game, though? I mean, it's, it's tough to say. When like I, I, I can was... remember the original Legend of Zelda. When okay. I beat the Legend of Zelda, that was like... At the time, when I was little, like a milestone in my life. And you told everybody you know. Absolutely, I yes. did, yes. I was running around the house. And all screaming. your friends like, <gasps> well, I don't know about that. but Well, okay, in my work, when, you beat, when I beat Zelda, when you beat Final Fantasy, it was the same thing we all talked about. Like, wow, you did it. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you got to play in the second mode. And Sure, sure. When was the last time you actually... Which Zelda? The, the Legend of Zelda. Zelda. The first one. The For the Nintendo... Yes, the Nintendo Entertainment System. I mean... And you talk about it with your friends back then. And you mentioned, it was, and like you said, it was a milestone. You achieved something. It was you were you know excited. You were happy about it. When was the last time you got that way about a game you beat? When was the last time I got really happy with a game? That I mean, they I actually felt beat. like wow, I actually accomplished something. This was this was worth it to slog through to get to the end. I am satisfied with the, with the the journey and the ending. I like the story of Dragon Age Origins. I know I I didn't have the same response that I did with Legend of Zelda. But that was because up until Legend of Zelda, I don't think I've ever... Well, I, I beat Super Mario Brothers, but I had beaten so few video games that to really get to the end and beat it was an accomplishment. Now looking into where I am today, where I've beaten dozens and dozens of video games, it doesn't. it's not as big of a deal. It's obviously an accomplishment, but I, I don't freak out like I did that time where I beat Super Mario Brothers or I beat The Legend of Zelda. I remember when I... When I- beat uh mario 3 for the first time uh-huh. i played that game i was very sick i had pneumonia so my parents rented it for me because i couldn't really do anything and i was sick for the better part of a month so every weekend they would rent it for me and a couple times i got to the ending and i couldn't figure out how to beat it so i just turned it off oh but really? i played it for like seven hours straight because i didn't know about the whistles so i played the entire game through from stage one all the way to the end oh wow and i finally beat it and then passed out <laughs> because I was I was sick and I was very very tired, so I passed out. Or the one time you know I was playing uh, what the hell was it? Was it Laser Blast? Something with a it was an old Atari game, cartridge game. It had a little UFO and you flew around and you had to zap tanks on the ground. And I played that one and I think I actually reset the score. I played it for like four hours straight. Again, I was sick at the time. I was very I was very young. And I I guess when I say when I'm my point about having a solar is. 
when a game back then in the 80s and early 90s, a game was made to make the game fun for the users. There wasn't a whole lot of corporate, you know, corporate mongering behind it. People who made Zork and made Ultima, I mean, when Richard Garriott made Ultima, he did it while he was in college. Right. And he didn't make a whole lot of money off of the first three. Mm-hmm. He just did it for fun. Right. Empire Deluxe is another one. A lot of those games were just being made by hobbies by people that... You know, had made the game for fun, and mm-hmm. they'd patch it and put out its sequels, and they eventually started making money on it. But the the focus was always about the game and about the fan base, and I don't know if that's true anymore. I think, much like sports, it's just a business. Kick a well-known franchise name out the door, get as much money off as you possibly can, and move on to the next thing. Probably to to a degree, but also you. There were a lot of games back then. Like I'll, I'll give you a perfect example, Rampage. Do you, you remember Rampage? Fantastic game. I actually was very disappointed with the game because I had spent hours beating the game, spent a lot of my time to be rewarded with a text thing that says, congratulations. Oh, right. And that's it. Yeah, and not everybody had a great ending. So, right. So there, there were a lot of games that would give you a big letdown at the end. That you, like, you, I've spent all this time trying to beat this game. And this is how I'm rewarded with just, hey, you did it, bye. And but the, I mean, there's games like that today. I mean, that, that there are, but I would say there there are fewer games like that today. There were more games like that back then that, to me, weren't as good. Like they didn't tell as good of a story, or they didn't give you as big of a reward. I don't know that Rampage really had a story. You no, were some some guy or chick who was mutated into either a wolf, a monkey, or a lizard. And you're just trashing random cities around the world because you're pissed. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Most of you, congratulations. You beat a great game. That's that's what you got. Yeah. Uh, another one. Okay, I'll give you a better example. Uh, the original the Ghostbusters for the NES. I played the original Ghostbusters on the old Atari. That's how old that game was. Right. And it was awesome. The the NES is probably it's one of the worst video games ever. Never played on the NES. Horrible game. Uh, if if you want to see a good review of it, uh, I would encourage you to go to the Angry Video Game Nerds website. He does a, a marvelous review of how horrible that game is, including the bad spelling. Yes, they they actually misspell congratulations after you after you beat Gozer. What the hell was it? A Japanese port. No, it wasn't a really Japanese port. It, it was a port to multiple different... There was like an Atari port, there was an NES port, there was a Sega port. But the NES one is, is the worst. It's horrible. The, I know some of the Ultima games, I, I know Ultima 4 and 5, were not ported well over to the NES for much the same reason. Mm-hmm. It just lost a great deal in the transfer. I don't know why. I, I didn't go into it in that kind of depth. But, I mean, uh, and I hate to keep going back to Quake 1, but, again, that's another one where I just think that the gameplay... The competition, the community was a hell of a lot better than any FPS I've played recently, except it may be Team Fortress 2, hmm. which is based on the Quake 1 version. Interesting. Um, well, you know what? I liked the real Tournament 2004. I thought that was a great game, too, especially Onslaught mode. Really liked that game. But it didn't have legs. It was didn't have any kind of longevity to it. It just kind of died out, which was a shame. But I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I, and the same thing with NES games back then and, and Super Nintendo games, I... And I don't know if it's because I was a kid. I just seem like I got more out of the games then than I do today. I mean, I look around now and I have these games piling up. I've got the Ghostbusters game, speaking of which, for PlayStation 3. I have it, never played it. Got Final Fantasy 13. I bought a month ago, still sitting in its wrapper, never played it. I've got the God of War trilogy, or the uh, the you know, anthology pack. Whatever right, yeah, yeah. Never played it. Now, I, I don't think it's because the games are bad. Is that what you're saying? Because you don't think the games are as good? I don't think they grab think my interest the same way they used to. See, I, I don't think it's because of the games. I think it's because you're older. Could be. When you it were younger, 
that was it. I mean, obviously you had baseball and you had other things, but when when you're little and you're playing a video game, you you tend to absorb yourself into it completely. Whereas when you get older, your tastes are a bit more refined. You like going out. You like doing other things. Other things grab your interest, grab your attention. So you can't really spend as much time as you did when you were little playing video games. But there are games that do grab my interest. Sure, that, I'm, know, I'm sure there are. The yeah. time and effort into, but it just doesn't seem like it is as engaging as it was. I, I would but think you're very, it's... You're very, you very well could be correct. Yeah, I think just it's just because you're older. Correct. Yeah, your tastes have changed. You're a little older. You don't... You know, your whole life doesn't hinge completely on video games. And I know I realize I just said that never on really a video did, game but podcast, but right. you understand what I'm saying. I, it never really did, but I don't. you're right. I don't have the time. What's that, Mecca? Well, and that's just it. We don't play as many games. No, I don't play as many games because I don't have the time. There are games I'd love to pick up. There was that, um, what's that That Xbox? It's supposed to be like a dark, creepy television series kind of game. It's uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's a guy's name. It's like Jake something or other. I don't know. I'd love to pick up that Jack? game. Alan, Alan Wake. Yeah, Alan Wake. That's it. Yeah, I would love that to get the Alan Wake game. But I don't, there are games that I own that I... I haven't even beaten yet. Like, I'm still in the middle of Final Fantasy XIII. Well, here's the thing that kind of puts uh, kind of a bullet into that theory is the fact that, well, we were discussing this the other day, because uh, this is a topic that came up on Ventrilo while a bunch of us were playing Napoleon. And I came across XCOM UFO Defense. Oh, that old one? I remember that. It's on Steam for five bucks. Wow, I'm surprised I even charged five bucks for that. But. No, I've still got it. I've actually got it on my machine right now. I've got the old... I mean, I own the game on discs. How, do, I found how, how do you get it to run? Because that's probably for Windows 3.1 or something. Yeah, I can't it? get it. I, it I runs, but it runs like it's on crack, so I can't play it. You, no, I'm, 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 so a Windows 3.1 program will run sure. on Windows? What, what yeah. are you running here? Are you running XP, or what are you running I'm going to put it up Vista? Right, Folks, right now I'm going to put it up, and uh, let, me, let me put it off to the side. And briefly, in fact, here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick it to break. We've been going on for 45 minutes. We're going to kick it to break. When we come back... I'm going to put this up on the uh, video the video feed we've got going okay. here. And you guys can watch, or at least try to watch, and I'll show you what it looks like. At least I'm going to try. So let me keep going with the break. I'll pull this thing up. We'll be back in about 10 minutes, and we'll see if we can get it working. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Your science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done, and you make a neat gun for the people who are still alive. Peace in 
Azeroth and chat it up with you right now. Hear us issue our sails of command and lay the hammer of justice to each other. Oh, I'm so excited. My nipples are hard. So call 1-900-FAIRY-POLLY to talk with us, the girly man of Azeroth. I think I just popped my shield. One morning I met a damsel there, the fairest of them all Stood with my young affections and my money she did go And she told me she belonged to where the Blarney roses grow Can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? Some say down in Limerick Town and Marseille in Mayo There's somewhere in the Emerald Isle and this I'd like to know Can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? Her cheeks were like the roses, her hair a raven hue Before that she was done with me, she had me raving too She left me sorely stranded, not a coin she left, you know Did this damsel that belong to where the Blarney roses grow? Can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? Some say down in Limerick Town and more say in Mayo There's somewhere in the Emerald Isle and this I'd like to know can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? There are roses in Killarney and the same in County Clare But upon my word those roses, boys, I can't find anywhere She promised me and by the power she left me broke, you know Did this damsel that belong to where the Blarney roses grow? Can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? Some say down in Limerick Town and more say in Mayo there's somewhere in the Emerald Isle and this I'd like to know Can anybody tell me where the Blarney roses grow? A kushla grama green, a boy she murmured soft to me If you belong to Ireland, it yourself belongs to me Heard any go, come all you broke, it captured me, you know 
Bad luck to her and good luck to the place with the black. Since you bastards want to complain about my Irish music, uh, I, I, apparently we need to bring back a old tradition. Now, I know I can't do as much as it as I wanted to because of the R-I-A-A thing, but damn it, I've got a few punishment songs here that don't qualify under the copyright infringement, and now you guys are going to get some. Well, here I am in my tubby again, and my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. And I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself. And I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back. And I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine, my very favorite little pal. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Vovo Vodio, rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby. I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rubber dub dubby, rubber ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, rubber ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? You want me to scrub behind your ears? Ooh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. Ooh, he's ticklish. Oh, every day when I make my way through the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby. Rubber ducky, you're so fine, and I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'd like a whole pond of rubber ducky. I'm awfully fond of you. Louis the Sixteenth was the king of France in 1789. He was worse than Louis the Fifteenth. He was worse than Louis the Fourteenth. He was worse than Louis the Thirteenth. He was the worst since Louis the First. <laughs> king Louis was living like a king, but the people were living rotten. So the people, they started an uprising, which they called the French Revolution. And of course, you remember their battle cry, which will never be forgotten. You went the wrong way, old King Louis. You made the population cry. 
Cause all you did was sit and pet with Marie Antoinette In your place at Versailles And now the country's gone kablooey So we are giving you the air That ought to teach you not to spend all your time Fooling round at the Foley Berger If you had been a nicer king We wouldn't do a thing But you were bad, you must admit We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine And shorten you a little bit You came the wrong way, old King Louis And now you ain't got far to go Too bad you won't be here to see That great big Eiffel Tower Or Bridget Bardot King Louis, we say fooey. You disappointed all of France. But then what else could we expect from a king in silk stockings and pink satin pants? You filled your stomach with chop suey. And also crepe Suzettes and steak. And when they told your wife Marie that nobody had bread, she said, let them eat cake. We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine It's somewhere in the heart of town And when that fella there is through With what he's gonna do You'll have no place to wear your crown You came the wrong way, old King Louis Now we must put you on the shelf That's why the people are revolting Cause Louis, you're pretty Revolting yourself Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-me any day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at The Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, vtwproductions.com, my... Name is the Emperor. I'm your host. Joined in the studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. I want to ask. I know you told me one time, but what what exactly is a Mystic Mim? Where's where where's the name come from? I believe the name comes from uh, the Sword in the Stone, Disney, which you should know. The old hag. Oh, Mim the Mystic. Holy yes. crap! Okay. The magical Mystic Mim. Yes. Yes. So there you go. That's, That's right. Yeah. Anyways, how, here's how you get in Here's how you get in contact with the show. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. All right. Now, here's what we're going to try and do. I've pulled up XCOM UFO Defense, the gold edition, which, oddly enough, is now working exactly as it's supposed to, which is kind of odd because it, it's never worked like that before. But what we're going to try and do is... Wow, January 1st, 1999, never looked so good. Abandoned game, yes. Quit. All right. I'm going to go live. If you go to the um, go to the website, vtwproductions.com, go there and look under videos. You should be able to see the Emperor's Court video feed. Go ahead and pop that on. 
I am going to try and stream the game as it looks for me. Now, unfortunately, this thing is actually working as intended. So you, wa- you were expecting it to fail? Well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm starting to think, I wonder if it has something to do with the resolution of my giant 30-inch monitor here, because I was playing it at like 2560. Wait a minute, that's a 30-inch monitor? That one right there that we're really? looking at, yes. This one right here? This one right here, The yes. one that says Dell on the bottom of it? Uh, yeah. That that must have cost you a fortune. Didn't cost me a dime. True Not story. a dime? True story, didn't cost me a dime. Sounds like there's a pretty good story behind that. I could have swore I'd mentioned this before at one time. I don't think so. I, I would have definitely remembered the day you got a, a Dell 30-inch monitor. See, back in June of this past year, in 2009, uh-huh. Blizzard held a contest for the World of Warcraft Shoutcast Competition 2009 uh, for their arena uh, season. And actually, they had a contest where people yeah. got to do a, like a play-by-play of this video they had of World of Warcraft. Wow, sounds like a lot of fun. It was. And I won the contest. You won? Hot damn, yes I did. Wow. And I got this nice $1,500 30-inch monitor and beta keys. And Beta keys? Yes, and beta keys. Unbelievable. Oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, so now we're going to try and get this thing to run here. And I don't know. I wish I could figure out a way to put this, play this in a window. I don't, well, I wonder if I can. Let's see. Uh, there used to be a way that you can actually change this. Is see, it is it under com- compatibility? No, let's no. see. From okay. property, see how it goes target program files? Right. Yeah, back in the day, I mean... You can play this in a windowed mode because I know how to alter those. The problem is this location. Oh, okay. I don't know why that's there. Let's move this over here and see if that works. Makes a difference. It might. It does not. We're gonna go put it back. All right. So I'm gonna pop this thing on. Uh, do we have a video a video feed? Can people actually see this? Are we able to see this here? And minimize that. Uh, yes, I, we see a yes. Okay. So you guys can see yourselves here on you know IRC. All right. Let's try and get this thing. We're going to pop this thing on here. If it isn't streaming for whatever reason, let me know. We'll try it with the game mode. I don't know if it'll work then, but uh, this is micro pros like small writing. I hate you. Yeah, they're long dead. They're long gone. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they are. They're actually uh, discussing they- making rebooting this, making a new se- uh, new series out of this. Out of XCOM. There was like four games. I never played other, anything other than the first. I like the uh, crazy green alien monkeys. That is kind of what they are. Although they, they those, look those like monkeys. gray things that uh, they're in here too. Alert! You know those this other, game is old. There's another great game I liked uh, that has something to do with grays. What the hell is it? it was fought on Mars? What was it called? Dark uh, Colony. Oh, okay. I've, oh, that was another great game. I, I thought you were going to say Destroy All Humans, which is about that as well. Although that's a much more recent one and a lot of fun. The only Destroy All Humans I remember is the it just, episode of Godzilla. Just came out a game. couple years ago. You're you're an alien and you just you go around and you blow up the Earth. You have, like, your ray gun, and you kill humans. I'm all that. for that. Anyway, so now you see that the whole thing's starting. At, for whatever reason, it's actually running at normal speed. So I'm, I've got to believe now that this thing will actually work. The problem is, actually, when the game starts, it, you know, see, now it's flying. Now let's see if we can actually, uh, let's check it in IRC to see if people can actually read it and see it. Uh, unless old graphics are old, dark colony, con- colony, C-O-N-A-L-Y. <laughs> I weep for the future of humanity. Swear to God. Uh, Dark Connolly. Is that like uh, Jennifer Connolly? She she was in the movie Dark Water, so I guess it would be uh, Jennifer Water. All right, so can you guys actually see the game when I was playing it there? Could you see the Yeah, they were saying that the colors seemed weird and the graphics were kind of wonky. But, I mean, maybe that's just because it's so old. The game is friggin' old. It's like 1990. All right, let's let's get this thing. I think it came out in 92. 
we'll play English. Just you know, uh, new game. We'll uh, we're veterans. We're veterans. All right, now we got to figure out where in the world to put our base. All right, now, we're, we're we putting get the to base. rotate the world here. All right. See, now back in the day, it would be like you'd have to like really hold on to this and make it fly. Uh-huh. Nowadays, it's right. right. We don't want to put an Australia because nobody there. Um. Uh, Let's see. Now, here's the thing. The premise of the game is you have to defend the world from aliens, and all these countries, kind of like the UN, pay money towards your security, towards your defense fund. Okay. So the more people or the more countries that are invaded by aliens, the more pissed they get at you and they cut your funding. Oh, all right. But the more aliens you intercept over those countries, they'll pay you more. Does, so, does the game ever end? Yes, or? you actually have to invade the alien homeworld at some point. You actually, oh, wow. As you kill aliens, you actually capture their spaceship. You start to research, you know, the storyline behind them. You, you know, vivisect and dissect the different bodies. There's all kinds of different aliens that attack. Okay. And eventually you find out their homeworld. You build your own spaceship. Then you go and you kick your ass, kick their ass there. Wow. So traditionally you want to pick one of the rich countries. Because so I'm American, like, uh, we're going to put our base right here in Cleveland. And we'll call it, what do you want to call it? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 no, uh, no. Runs out of out of letters. Ain't something else. All right. Uh, um, uh, maybe your name no, her. Your name her. We're gonna name little. our. What are we gonna name our base? Just put Cleveland just for the heck of it. Base. Our base. Base, is base. That's horrible. All right, now we go to intercept, and we, we take a look at our, our base. What the hell happened to my... There it is. Time's flying by, folks. All right, here's our hangar. This is our transport. We've got two interceptors, and then we've got, like, our living quarters. And you have to expand your base and build on it. You've okay. living quarters, and you've got... God, I, keep in mind, I have not played this game probably about 15 years. Uh, we've got remember. $4 million. And we've got all these soldiers, and each one has... Who? Who are all these kids? Steven Looks like they're Stavon. all fresh out of boot. What the hell? We've got a Japanese guy here. Yeah. Everybody here is for like Bradley, Bailey, Seedler. Oh, I, I don't know. I think Otto, Otto's a little weird if you ask me. And then it shows you all that, you know, and one of the things too is you want to go and get rid of some of these guys because they suck. Oh, okay. And then hire better personnel. Nice. You see the little rank tab up here. The Cannon rank fire. Yes, the it. red shirts. Nice. And there's stats like throwing accuracy. So you want to get this guy grenades. And then the next guy, you know, maybe he's he can shoot straight. Right, bravery is ten. So he's going to throw his weapon and run away at the first chance. And well, they do that. Well, because look, see, it's it's Claude Marcel. All right, so he's obviously French, and he will. <laughs> <laughs> wow, very perceptive. I I I, I just see him when he's, I see him. He's got the strength of a woman, and he's got the bravery of a Frenchman. So a chance, or I probably is from there. But the funny thing is, too, is if they get, they will freak out. They will throw their weapon in the ground and then run away. And really, control of them. Yeah. Wow. Or the, you know, that's pretty advanced for 1992. Or you can actually get mind controlled, and then the alien will use them to shoot your own. Guys. Anatoly Petrov. Well, obviously he's Russian, and he's got lots of bravery, but firing accuracy sucks. Like most Russians, you can't hit the broadside of a barn. His reaction time is also very low. Obviously. Otto. Well, he he must be German. Uh, could be Dwight. Dwight Crossett. Okay, he's got to go. His bravery sucks. And Dwight Crossett. Austin Bradley has no bravery, so he Austin go. Bradley. That sounds like the worst. Action hero name ever. Damien Bailey's got brave. Wow, what a bunch of pussies they gave. Damien Bailey sounds like he uh, he's the shooting guard for the Charlotte Hornets or something. The Japanese guy's got like sixty bravery. Nahorio Yamanaka. This guy is obviously a pitcher. And Nahorio Yamanaka as Doctor Magoy. All right. So what you'd probably want to do is you'd want to, uh, you know, promote a couple of these guys and then right. you want to sack the rest of them. Okay. But let's head back to Geoscape. And of course, you can go and you buy weapons, you outfit them, and. 
Now, as as we're doing all this, are, are the aliens attacking places now? You'll see. What the hell's going on there? Oh, there we go. Okay, we have a, we have a UFO detective. We have Small. He's high. He's heading fast. Center on the UFO. All right, so we go to five seconds. There he is. Oh, he's, he's going over Cuba. Now he's going over Florida. All right, so now we go to intercept. We want to launch one of our fighters at this dude. Okay. Go get him, boys. Now watch. That's do, luck do, 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 do. Okay, the... Uh, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, no, we're all uh, we're all blowed up now. All right, now there's the alien there. There's our range for missiles and a range for gun. Our guns. Okay. All right, he broke away. He got away. Uh oh. So now they're intercept. Okay, well he's 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 getting get too far away. Okay, so. so well we got second intercept. We're gonna send him out. Get him, boys. Now what the hell's wrong with the? People can't see it now. People can't see it now. All of a sudden. All right. Did the feed go down? Got me. I'm describing all this crap and nobody can see anything. I mean, the game was black. All right, let's pop this thing on here and see if I can't stop this, and we'll restart it here. Stop. All right. I'll go live. All right, MechHawk, you watch this thing and tell me if it works. We're going to click on this thing. All right, we're trying to intercept an alien, which, okay, it's now landed. You see a little green thing? Yeah. It's landed. Okay. So now we've got to go and send out people. So we're going to... It's still black? All right, screw it. I have one other idea that okay. might work. Let's try this. Let's all right. Let's stop this, and we're gonna switch this thing on to game mode. So we're gonna go into the game, and I hope this is gonna work. And Control F one. All right. How's that? Can anybody see that now? Our Sky Ranger's ready. We're gonna send the Sky Ranger out, and he's gonna go right. fly out there. And Mechox gonna tell us so they can see it. If not, we'll just give this up as a bad experience. So the little yellow dot. It takes forever. Now we got our fighters just going to kind of hover over there to make sure the guy doesn't okay. fly away. Well, he's, he's in the middle of Alaska. He's not going right. to go anywhere. Well, the idea behind it is you really want him to fly so you can shoot them down because it's easier to kill them because the crash may kill most of the aliens. Oh, okay. And, of course, it breaks open. You can actually go inside the wreckage. Wow. If he's actually, you know, it's intact. In a way, you kind of want an intact, too, because you can steal their power core and use their technology to build your own space fighters and your own gotcha. hover tanks. and Wow. All right, MechHawk's not talking to me, so I don't know if this is airing or not. It's, it's playing an ad right now. It's playing an ad. That's grand. <laughs> awesome. It's, okay, it's offline. It's off. All right, screw this. It ain't worth the trouble. Abandoned game. Okay, this game is brought to you by... I'm trying to think of a stupid... I'm going to buy it on Steam and then try it and work on that then. Although, I really, you know what? I don't have to. I got the game for free. Screw all you people. Anyway, so... Uh, Trust me, it, it you know in theory it would work just fine. It was a great game. It really is. It looked kind of interesting. Yeah, well, a lot, I, of, I, a lot of dots and a lot of uh, you know Japanese names and. There's one Japanese guy. Okay, one. He just had the most bravery out of all of them. I kill you, no, I samurai. No, he 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 had the most bravery because he was going to go kamikaze. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one you don't want to play the pilot of the, inter- of the Interceptor. <laughs> just exactly. smashes into the UFO. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so unfortunately that didn't work out as quite as I hope, but trust me, it's a cool game, and there you go. So moving on. All right. All right, so we talked about that. Next right. up we got uh, compares video game addicts to junkies. Yeah. This one is at tgdaily.com, and apparently, and I can understand where he's coming from in this, but right. it's a psychologist who, a psychiatrist who goes on to say, was this one of yours or one of none? This is one of mine. Okay. 
give us the rundown. All right. Uh, an undoubtedly well-meaning psychiatrist has claimed that video games dependence is similar to drug and alcohol addiction. Quote, any pleasurable activity has the potential to become addictive or to form a repetitive pattern of use. Games are very enjoyable and provide a very positive experience for most people who use them. But there are a small number of people out there, those who are playing for eight hours plus a day, who have got a problem with it. So the issue is whether it is the actual game they're playing or the underlying mental health problem that the person has. So this person has claimed that if you're playing video games a lot, like it's the only thing you're doing that you have some sort of serious mental problem. Or maybe not serious, but some sort of mental problem going on that you really should not be doing this. It's it's bordering on obsession. As opposed to people who consistently gamble, who only watch baseball, who you know play nothing but card games, who... Any pleasurable activity has the potential to become, to become addictive. There you go. That's the first thing they say right away. Okay, well then I don't understand but there are But see, but like, you said, like I just said, there are a small number of people who take it to the extreme. You know, there are gamblers, and then there are people who have to go out on the streets because they've gambled all their rent money away, or they've gambled all their food money, or things like that. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay, well, the point being that, well, they shouldn't be pulling up video games specifically and pointing the finger at them and saying, well, you know, people are video game junkies. Well, that's going to be said for any number of things, like we've just, you know, mentioned. Right, well, okay, I think you're missing the point of the article. Okay. The the point of the article is that like those other things, video games should be included in with the list of other things that can be addictive by doing it over a lengthy period of time. I, I, video games should be included into the list of gambling and watching too much baseball or watching too much I, television and all that kind of stuff. Call me stupid. I assume that people already were aware of this, that video games are addictive, that this can be something that has... You know, obsessive compulsive type, you know, behavior. I, I always assumed that video games were could become addictive. Uh, according to this person, video game addicts could do, could be experiencing feelings of anxiety or, or depression, social problems, marriage issues, or financial difficulties. Quote: A lot of games, in particular online games, can offer a sense of achievement in the virtual world, which outweighs the sense of achievement in real life. A lot of people find it more rewarding to achieve online objectives in a game rather than real world objectives. I.e. you suck in the real life, so you try to play The Sims to become somebody who now, does. Now, this is, I, I didn't realize this. Remember when I was talking about the uh, South Korean government cutting off yes. internet access? Yes, they the, bring this up because apparently, uh, according to the study, at least 30% of South Korean public school students have shown signs of video game addiction, see, which is one of the reasons why the South Korean government is... Okay, I, I, don't, I don't buy that. And I'd love to see how it is they came across those, those numbers and that study. I don't buy that for a second that that's the case. Yeah, if it is true, then I blame the parents for not kicking their kid out the front door and saying, go play like we did. Right. If you're allowing your kid to sit in front of a television or sit with a video game in their hands, then you are to blame for their addiction, if nothing else. Because clearly, they're bored. Go get them to do something else. Go join a club. Join a baseball team. Join a sport. Run around. Do something. Play Calvin Ball. I don't care. Play Calvin Ball? Yeah, Calvin Ball. What's, What's Calvin Ball? Really? Really. IRC to those who are out there. I know it's about Calvin and Hobbes, but yes, I, I, I don't know what the rules are of Calvin Ball. The rules are there are no rules. You make them up as you go. Uh huh. Okay. Play cornhole with Mims fun bags. Ah, yeah. None left. Our former IRC rep making a joke. Uh, yeah, Calvin Ball is the the point is that there is you make the game the rules up as you go. See, I, I never really. I mean, I passingly read Calvin and Hobbes. Cleveland's but not, not own into it. 
You never read Calvin and Hobbes? Not really. Not with any regularity. No. Actually, he still lives in Cleveland, actually. He's in seclusion. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, but he uh, never actually moved back. I think he lives out in... Uh, I think he just moved out to Richmond Heights now, I believe. Hmm. Or because I knew... Well, no, I think he's still in the county somewhere. At any rate, yeah. Um, Bill, so Bill Waterson. Yeah, make Calvin and Hobbes. But yeah, the rule... I mean, that's the only rule is you make it up as you go. There are no rules. Gotcha. Uh, the point being, you go out there and do something other than playing video games. But... Uh, I don't understand. Okay, I, I, I take it back. I do understand they're saying that you need to include video games as part of it. Again, I uh, perhaps I was naive. I always just assumed that it was, that this was no, I mean, having played World of Warcraft as long as I have, hell, having played Ultimate Online, we know how compulsive people yeah, are that's, about it. Yeah, that's why I stopped playing those games because it, it sucks you in. It doesn't stop. You just keep going and going, and when you finish that objective, another one pops up, and then another one, and... Then you finish that one, and five more pop up, and you have to do all those in a row, and it, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Cornhole is an awesome game. Uh, Little Rex wants to know the name of the game we were trying to show you. It was XCOM UFO Defense. It's on Steam right now. That and all of its expansions, for I think are like five bucks a pop. Well worth the money. I highly recommend it if you don't mind the dating graphics. you got to think, this is a progenitor of a lot of games that have, have come through. It's been named as... You know, the greatest game of all time by several, you know, game magazines, all kinds of stuff. It's awesome. Uh, going back to it. Um, the thing of it is, I mean, you're always going to have objectives in video games. We continue to, I mean, you know, if I buy a new video game, there's objectives to... to oh, I, I have no problem with objectives in video games, but when the video game lasts 800 hours, that's, I guess, that would be the part where... Well, I mean, it's no different if I just switch out one video game for another. I'm still playing a total of 800, hour, 800 hours of video games. I just, you know, pop out Final Fantasy thirteen. I put in Ghostbusters. I play that for 40 hours. Pop that out, and I, okay, it doesn't last that long. Right. And then I play StarCraft I know for 50 mean, hours. Right. Uh, right. But you, what you're saying is you don't want it to have become a job. Yes. X-Wing was a great game, too. TIE Fighter was a better one, Divine Justice. But, yeah, you don't want it to become a job. And, unfortunately, that's what really turned me off to on World of Warcraft is not only that, but the the story got thrown out the window. I mean, they sacrificed that for, you know, corporate expediency the game became more of a job and less of a game and it wasn't worth the trouble to me and it almost got to the point where if you weren't on the cutting edge of the rating scene and you weren't taking down the big 40 you know man bosses Mm -hmm. which only a small majority of players could get then you weren't actually seeing the majority of the game and it wasn't any fun now imperial guard eventually got to that point and we were able to do all that and that was fine but after a while it's just when you start killing the same raid boss, you're, st- you're clearing a molten core, a Gorub or whatever, 10, 15, 20, 40, 60 times, hoping for the one piece of gear to drop so that you can gear up and go do something else and do the next thing. Yeah, it, it got repetitive and got to the point where yeah, I Yeah, that, that doesn't sound like a game. And like a, what I was trying to say before about the objectives is that how, how repetitive they are, especially in World of Warcraft. It's, it's kill 10 of, 10 of X and 5 of Y, kill 12 of X and 7 of Y. But then, see, that was kind of the fun of like an Ultimate Four. Kind of thing, you know, kind of trying tying this back to the old games. Is you didn't have those kind of quests. You didn't have that. I mean, if you accomplished something, if you found something, it was a big deal. And when you finished the game, it had an ending. It was a great story. You got to the end. You got the, all the role playing elements. You had a party of people. You got to gear them up. Mm-hmm. And then you got to the end and you finished it. And then you moved on to a different game. But you know, in World of Warcraft, I understand it's a virtual world. You never really beat it. Well. I could have continued. I could have continued to play Ultimate Online indefinitely had they kept the game the way it was years ago. Uh huh. I could not stand 
playing World of Warcraft any longer than the first two and a half years I had it. After that, it was, and that was with breaks. I'm like, that is enough. How how long no how long per day would you play it? It depended on what we had going on. We were a, a we implemented a strategy in the clan where we raided two nights a week. Okay, kind of like the casually hardcore type thing. Okay, how many nights? How many hours a night? Um, I probably put in about an hour a night, hour and a half a night, unless we were raiding them, probably about two and a half hours. Mm. Okay, and I, I didn't play every every night, but. You know, I got to 60 fairly quickly, and I got to 70 fairly quickly. I was the first one to get an epic mount. Mainly because I played, to me, the funnest part was playing the auction house. Buying up cheap and then selling high for their stuff. That was, I mean, it was like a little stock market, and, you know, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, I guess the point is, like we've said, you can become compulsive and addictive about anything. True. This, Very to me, true. is no revelation. I, again, I just assumed this was common knowledge. Thought everybody okay. was pretty much aware of this. I mean, they've got things out there where you can actually go to. They actually got AA type meetings for people who play video games. Really? They have them specifically for World of Warcraft. Absolutely, they do. World of Warcraft Anonymous. I've, I've never heard of it. I mean, sure I, I believe you, but I've okay. just never heard if of it. If somebody that's in IRC want to pull one up and show us a website out there for people, it's, there, there's help out there for people. Wow, like that. that's crazy. So we're going to do this one next? Yeah, well, keep rolling. All right. We're actually making some headway here. All right. This is from some television station's website. Um, it's the five most violent video games. According to them. According to them. Now, I have to tell you, the, the list includes uh, franchises, not just individual games. So I guess it's kind of sense. Yeah, so go ahead and scroll down, and we'll go through them right there. Just see, there's the blah, blah, blah. So when they blah, 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 blah. I thought it would pop up really quickly. I guess it didn't. So number five is Dead Rising for the Xbox 360. You ever played Dead Rising? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see why so that would be very. Trapped in the mall, it's a zombie invasion. Trapped in the mall, yeah, and so you're swinging around. Literally anything is a weapon. You can pick up a axe or a cone hanger or whatever, and you're just wailing on people left and right. I, I could obviously see how that would be very violent because it's it's part of the entire game. And then the next one. Number four, Killer Seven. I never played Killer Seven. Did you ever no, play that? I, you never heard of it? Oh, okay. Well, then in, in that case, then I'll read the whole thing. At first glance, Killer Seven looks like a comic book come to life. But don't let the cel-shaded graphics and kitschy presentation fool you. This is one of the most violent and twisted video games you are likely to ever to play. It's two quasi-sequels, No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2, used essentially the same formula of comic book meets dark comedy meets gore fest. But it is Killer7 that provides the most twisted and delightfully horrible moments. The story centers on an assassin whose psyche has split into seven different personalities. Each personality has its own gruesome techniques, but the one that stands out most of all is Kaede and her ability to uncover secret past Passages by slitting her wrists and letting the blood spurt forth like old faithful. That's disgusting. That is pretty disgusting. Glad I never heard of it or played it. And the next one, number three, is the God of War series. Okay, this surprises me not at all. I do kind of find it funny that there is an advertisement off to the side about warning sites on how to get an STD, but continue. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Pushing the right buttons at the right time. You can also pull off some wicked finishing moves, including breaking your prey's neck, cutting off his head, or simply ripping his guts out. The realistic-looking graphics make the violence all the more authentic in this vastly popular franchise. The only thing somewhat waters down the violence in God of War is the fact that the player is mostly killing evil monsters that essentially deserve their wretched fate. Yeah, again, this is 
this is not news to anybody. It is a very violent game. And it's right. supposed to be. You're taking on you know a pantheon of gods from Greek mythology. Sure, so sure. All of them in and of themselves were assholes. And this one's not surprising. The Grand Theft Auto series. Only uh, what's surprising is that the fact that it's not number one. I was surprised it was not number one either. Uh, how wrong is it to have sex with a hooker in your car and then run over her while you're done so you can get your money back? If you answered not very, then go back to torturing your kitten. We're talking to normal people here. Seriously, no matter how graphic the violence in a game, it jumps to a different level when you are the bad guy killing innocent people instead of just defending yourself against bloodthirsty monsters. As opposed to playing a war game where you drop nukes on a city of innocence and accidentally, you know, the collateral damage. Right, exactly. Right, you know, kind of gloss over that. Yes. The number one most violent game, I had to actually agree with this, believe it or not. Manhunt. Do you ever play Manhunt? Really? Yeah, I've played, yeah. It's pretty graphic. Uh... You didn't think it was pretty yeah, graphic? No I, 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 no, I think it was graphic. I don't know that it's any more graphic than you know other games. Like, I, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, I thought, was more violent overall than this. Right. Go on. Ever want to suffocate someone with a plastic bag while kidney punching them and then break their neck? If so, then Manhunt is just the game you're looking for. Manhunt is made by the same company that brought us the Grand Theft Auto series, but the boys at Rockstar have managed to chop the senseless violence of their biggest franchise in this murderous graphic playground. The player takes on the persona of convicted killer James Earl Cash as he slices and bludgeons his way through the streets of this fictional metropolis known as Carcer City. Yeah, it's it's strange. The, uh, the This like uh, snuff film producer gets you out of prison. And it's filming everything you do, so that's why you're killing everyone, because you're making a snuff film. So essentially what they've done is they've just taken uh, Natural Born Killers and made a game out of it. Yeah, actually, it's very, very similar to Natural yeah, Born I, Killers. That's why I brought it up. And then you have a little earpiece in there in your ear, and then the, the director will like tell you what to do, or like, oh, that was a great kill. Like, bring him around and like gut him or something. <laughs> I'm serious. Pretty darn violent. Unbelievable. So that's the most five most violent video games according to this According thing. to yeah. that thing right there. Yep, I see it. I now have a update. I believe Megahawk was telling me this. Uh, popped in my email. By the way, folks, you can join us on Facebook. I have yet to do that. I mention it. But join us on Facebook. Look up Emperor's Court. Join us. We need friends. And you can follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. All one word. All right. This is a... Breaking news story from Heroes of New World Support. Oh, wow. Hey, everyone. I wanted to send out an email to let everyone know that Han is going retail on Wednesday, May 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Starting Wednesday, May 5th at 4 p.m., we will allow accounts to purchase or have already pre-purchased to claim nicknames of accounts that are not pre-purchased. Going to retail is exciting news for the game, but raises many questions. I tried to cover many in this pack. What happens when Han goes retail? When it goes retail, it will require a paid account to play. If you have not purchased your account, you may do so by visiting this website. Basically, it's heroesofnorth.com. Will Han be free? Han will not be free because it will cost a one-time $30 payment with zero reoccurring fees. So it's going to be like any other RTS. Right. What will happen with stats, replays, PSR, and SMR after retail? Basically, those are your particular stats and where you, ra- where you rank. All stats will be reset upon release. All historical data of previous matches, including replays, will be purged. The ratings used for matchmaking, public games, everything will be compressed, brought down, wiped out. So you'll be starting from scratch. Will Han still be updated with new content after retail? We plan to consistently update Han with lots of new heroes, items, features, and other goodies throughout the product lifecycle. Excuse me while I itch my nose. You itch your nose? If I pre-purchase, can my name be taken? If you pre-purchase your account, your nickname cannot be taken... And that is the only way to secure it. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Are Golden Shields, Golden Names, and Taunt available anymore? Unfortunately, these pre-purchase incentives ended with closed beta a month ago. We will not sell the Golden Shield or Golden Name again, but accounts will be able to acquire Taunt and other cool features post-release. I don't need some video game company to give me a cool in-game item to trash talk somebody. An art I mastered years ago. <laughs> All right, kind of funny. From I'm from Southeast Asia and I cannot pre-order. Why? How will I play, pay for retail? We'll be making our formal announcement uh, for our partner and strategy for SE for Southeast Asia earlier in the next week. If you play from there, your nickname will be able to be taken, but that will not impact you moving forward past retail. Now, sex for that. Wow. That's from Malik. I wonder why Southeast Asia is getting the shaft. Well, I mean, I know Australia's always kind of gotten the shaft from Blizzard for much the same reason in that they're kind of stuck in the American servers. Now they're being told they're going to be put out with the Southeast Asia servers on StarCraft, and I know they're up in arms about it. They don't want to connect to you know places in Taiwan and Thailand and Singapore. They want to connect to the United States. Their ping's going to be terrible. Sure. I, I think it's just regionalization, the same with anything else. Right. I'm not, I know that's just a guess, but I believe that to be the case. So, yeah, sucks for that. I mean... I kind of feel bad for Australia. It's always kind of gotten, they've always kind of gotten screwed because someone sent Emp the article A R T I C A L. <laughs> Jesus Christ in heaven! <laughs> That's horrible. <sighs> and of course, it's it's someone in two different words. It's not I know. Someone. That's just it. Zerks, I don't want to play uh, against Koreans. Well, so there you go. There's the Heroes of New Earth update. Hooray for that! Muskie Bear saying. Grand Theft Auto never really affected me much. So many characters look so much of a parody. I don't know. It's too much for a that, uh, Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there's so many non-violent things that you can do in that game. It's like, a I like in cheek almost. A Rockstar game a lot of is it. not being serious. Like, I, I remember the, the cool thing uh, to do was, was to do the jumps with the car, like yeah. like the Dukes of Hazard jumps and going to slow motion. I always thought I always got a kick out of that. And that's not really violent so much, except when you land funky. But then you're just bouncing around like a retard, so... One of the funny things was somebody made a Superman mod out of Grand Theft Auto. They actually uh, hacked the code and they put in Superman. Oh, really? With superpowers. Yeah, it's really funny. That's funny. In fact, you go on YouTube, you can probably watch it. Look up uh, Grand Theft Auto Superman and you'll be able to see it. It's cool. kind of funny. Cool beans. Oh, what else we got? We actually have a few topics we have to get to. We still have the mailbag and we still have the quickening we yes. have to get to. So we're down to two big topics. Wow, we're actually wow. We're making good time. here. It's an hour and a half, too. I'm hoping I can make it to the end. I don't know that I will, but we'll certainly try. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a brief break. We're going to come back here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes thereabouts, and we'll pick it up from there. Hey, folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese Gold Farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Buy your level 40 mounts or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor.
Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're back here at the Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And uh, we're getting here towards the nitty-gritty of the show here. We're uh, about 20 minutes from 8. We're going to go into a run out of stuff to talk about, which may actually happen today. Wow. All right, we have two more topics to get to. We have the quickening, this or that, so let's get to it. Top Court to Rule on California Video Game Law. This one is sent in by None Left and Highlander. You both found this one. Yes. So explain this to me. The Supreme Court is supposed to do something on video games on California law, huh? Uh, from what the article says, it's just right here. The U.S. Supreme Court said on Monday it would decide whether a California law banning the sale and rental of violent video games to minors violated constitutional free speech rights. So basically, if, if it has like the M rating... Yes, you, you, can't, you can't play it, buy it, or rent it. And that's what the Supreme Court is viewing, whether Reuters, or not you can by do the way. Yeah. Okay, in a related story, earlier in the week, California state legislatures passed a law that would ban, get this, any fast food companies from putting toys into Happy Meals wow. of any kind. Under the idea that the child only wants to eat fatty food in the Happy Meals because of the toy that's involved. So if there is no toy, they will eat less fatty foods and therefore be not as fat little bastards as they are today. I see. The state of California needs to break away and float off into the ocean as quickly as is humanly possible. These people are out of control. You should be up in arms about this, that they're actually banning what is you know correctly free speech to a point yeah i would say so i would agree with that i mean really if it's well i'm trying in appealing the supreme court the state argued the free the free speech guarantees of the first amendment do not bar a state from prohibiting the sale i'm trying to read the whole thing here real quick i'm trying to remember because it's been so long then they have to start barring any kind of out there artwork like say i don't know putting a putting a crucifix in a bottle of urine how about Uh, that let's see as that made the rounds in all the art, artsy places in the California. The justices agreed to hear the state's appeal after a U.S. appeals court in California struck down the law, which also imposes strict video game labeling requirements as unconstitutional. So, like, the whole ESRB thing would be wiped out. That's basically what right. it's saying. Okay. But, you know, and I, but see, that's an advisory thing. That's not, you know, that's not... Hardcore. It's, 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 well, it's, it's that voluntary. You, right, and it doesn't prevent you from buying a game. Well, it actually really, does because uh, it, if the company, retailers or retailers, the retailers elect to enforce that. Right. There's no law that says a retailer must not well, sell. Apparently, to a in California, there is. Okay, that's California, right. and they're a, a reality unto themselves over there. Uh, let's see. In appealing to the Supreme Court, the state argued the free speech guarantees of the First Amendment do not bar a state from prohibiting the sale of violent video games to minors under 18. Okay, well, it, it, okay, I'm going to stop it right there. If that's the case, then I don't want Hollywood 
or anything being shot in California, no more violent movies of any kind. Nor, no more sexually explicit movies or any kind of innuendo, any kind of dirty humor, anything coming out of the state of California, which includes the entire city of San Francisco. All of that, any kind of deviant behavior, if that's the same rules, if that's how they're going to play it, fine. Then you have to make it apply to everything. So you're saying that you, you'd be okay with like little kids going to see R-rated movies? My point is, if they're going to ban video games, then they have to ban all of it. Uh, no, you're, it's the opposite way. Explain. Am I reading this wrong? Yes, you're reading it wrong. I thought they're trying to prevent the sale or rental of any mature rated game. No, if you go back to the top, here, go back to the top right okay. there. Okay. A California law banning the sale or rental of violent video games to minors. Okay. Okay, I'm, okay so I'm, I'm thinking of the, the group that's trying to stop it. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I, had it, I had it backwards. Yes, you did. Okay. I had it backwards. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, let's but see. But you know what? State appeal- also argued that the appeals, court was wrong to re- the appeals court was wrong to require it to show a direct link between violent video games and physical and psychological harm to minors. Uh, the law adopted in 2005 has never taken effect because of the legal challenge. Okay, so it's never... No, but the fact is they're trying. You right. know, it's the same thing with taking salt out of our food. Right, fat right. out of our food. It is not up to you to decide for us. Right. The, the law is being challenged by video game publishers, distributors, and sellers, including the Entertainment Software Association, Disney Interactive Studios, Electronic Arts, Microsoft, and Sony Computer Entertainment of America. And this goes back to what I said you know, in, in previous shows, not to become a hypocrite. If... The parents want to put some kind of rating in there to prevent them? Absolutely. If the companies themselves want to step in to make it more difficult for minors to try to get this kind of material, absolutely I applaud that. In this particular case, the government has no right to step in and tell us what we can or cannot buy. You know, it's the same thing with the PG-13 movie. Those are violent. Those have sexual innuendo. Those be considered would fall under this practice. And yet they'll make a PG-13 movie and no one bats an eye. The law defines a violent video game as one that depicts, quote, killing, maiming, dismembering, or sexually assaulting an image of a human being. Anyone who sells a violent video game to a minor can be fined as much as $1,000. Michael Gallagher, president and chief executive of the Entertainment Software Association, which represents U.S. computer and video game publishers, said the group looks forward to presenting its arguments and defending the industry works, Quote, courts throughout the country have ruled consistently that content-based regulation of computer and video games is unconstitutional. Research shows that the public agrees video games should be provided the same protections as books, movies, and music. Arnold Schwarzenegger said he looked forward to the Supreme Court upholding the law. The governor? The Terminator himself? Yeah, apparently. Wants to uphold this law? We have a responsibility to our kids and our communities to protect against the effects of games that depict ultra-violent actions, just as we already do with movies. The hell we do? That is an... You can turn on any TV show, any TV station, see violent and sexual stuff all the time. This coming from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who made his career and his millions based on doing violent movies. Conan the Barbarian, The Terminator, Commando. Stop me when I've gotten too many. But isn't there a rating system on there that prevents that children really from under- going in to see it? Absolutely not. There's, uh, okay, there most that- certainly is. I got news for you. As a kid, I was never stopped once to go in to see a rated R movie. Ever. Ever. I have yet to talk to somebody who's Are actually... Are you serious? Absolutely. 100%. It, Ask Scott. It, it, happened to me, it, it happened to me. Never. 
Never, ever, not in North Olmsted, not in Strongsville, not in Bill- nowhere I've ever gone have I ever been I can prevented think, from seeing I can a think of movie. more than one occasion when I tried to go in to see a, a movie that, or a like an R-rated movie. movie, I was asked to show ID. The only thing I could, I've been rejected is an NC-17 movie, and that was for ultraviolence. I, I don't remember the name of it. It's the only thing I got rejected I couldn't go in and see. Mm-hmm. I was like 14. Interesting. That I, I have never had a problem with that. And not to mention, what happens if a parent wants to buy a game for their kid and give it to them? Well, then that's up to the individual parent. And I don't have a problem with that. Well, see, now here's my question. If a parent is going is trying to subvert the law or go around it by buying a game and giving it to their child, they're already contributing to the delinquency of it. They're actually breaking the law. The only difference is it's not the kid buying it, it's the parent. So, Mike, so well, no, they're, would they're, there be a writer put on this law that would prevent any and all? How, how, how would they be breaking the law? The idea behind the law is to right, stop but that's, kids. But that's not what the law says. So it says okay, anyone, I'm saying. anyone who think, sells a okay, violent video game finish. to a minor. So they're, they're not selling the video game to the minor. They're selling it As to the I parents. As I just said, do you think there's going to be a rider or some kind of amendment later on that says not even parents can give their kids Well, this of course kind of not. That's, that's ridiculous. So it's taking friggin' toys out of kids' meals because it makes kids fat. How? That's ridiculous. They're doing it anyways. Medicinal marijuana, that's stupid and ridiculous. They're doing it anyways. I, uh, that's the whole thing is ridiculous. That's my point. If you can go this far, I cannot believe the Supreme Court is even wasting their time listening to this. When we got other bigger matters to talk about. If a lower appellate Supreme Court has already shot this down, I think it's what the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals out in California, one of the most liberal courts in the entire country. If they shot it down, what the hell is the Supreme Court talking about? Why? This is a cut and dry thing. And yes, absolutely, I could I could very easily see the governor making a writer down the road saying, we don't want anybody having the opportunity to give this to our kids, parent or otherwise. Okay, that's that's a bunch of crap. Right. If, because, you, if uh, you really believe that, please, please. Okay, because the government has... Government. It, okay, so the okay. government isn't Grow telling up, us really. what we can, what we can eat. The government's not telling us what we can see, what we can watch, what we can do. You're right. Yeah, it's, you it's really believe that? State. Grow up, dude. If that's what you really think, you're, you're, on, you're on crack. Correct me if I'm you wrong. You are on cloud. You're on. Correct you're living in fantasy wrong. land. Has the government already not passed a law so you can no longer have trans fat in food? Or is there not a bill right now before our Senate Congress saying that you cannot have salt in food? No, I've never seen that in my life. Where the hell have you been the last three you weeks? You cannot Mecca have salt bed. in your food. They are want. They want to reduce or remove salt completely from food. Yes, absolutely. Because they said the sodium is what's leading to all these heart attacks, and it's only going to cause problems down the road under the healthcare system because we're going to have to call, we're going to have to pay out for everybody's heart attacks. You've got Jesus Christ, where have you been? This has been a huge thing on the news. I have never seen it once. Oh my God, not once. Uh, Mecca. It's in schools. I know they're trying to do it in schools right now. They're trying to make it. They're trying to pass law for everybody. Right. We're not in any state. Please, whatever you are, you are very you are, you are deluded. I put your head back. Deluded, in the sand, my completely friend. deluded. Put your head back in the sand. Completely deluded. Jesus Christ, it hasn't heard it. I don't. How do you not? I I cannot believe how ignorant you are on that. But whatever. See, other people have heard it. I'm not making this crap up. All right, Gizmodo, who's in trouble themselves, actually, right now. This one's a... Now, this one we're both going to agree on because this is ridiculous. But Gizmodo's actually in trouble. Uh, it's kind of a, a an alter or a additional story their editor-in-chief just got his uh house raided by the police really because of the iphone debacle yes that's very interesting let me guess you didn't hear about this story either. i did not hear about it at all okay the newest it I- must have just happened the newest iphone was left in a bar by an apple employee 
Okay. It was found by a patron who then sold it to Gizmodo for $5,000. Wow. The phone has not been announced yet. They took it apart and released on Gizmodo.com all the cool stuff that's in the new iPhone, which will be announced, I believe, next week. Oh, wow. So Apple got (laughs) pissed. They're suing everybody and their mother, and they called the cops, which then raided and confiscated this guy's computer, his laptop, everything. Wow. The editor-in-chief of Gizmodo to find out exactly how it is they got a hold of this information, got a hold of the phone, everything. That's been a huge story, too. Uh, okay, now I'm not surprised you haven't heard about the salt thing. You didn't hear about Gizmodo, for the love of Christ. No. Yeah, no, this is a big deal. Because uh, he's facing indictment charges himself, as is the company, for the leak, for actually posting the pictures of this when it was not released yet. So does it look different, or is it just an iPhone that has more bells and whistles on it? It's got, apparently it's going to have video chat. Okay. Um, it's got an 8-megapixel camera, I mean 8-megapixel uh, camera on one side, like a 2-megapixel camera on the other. So okay. you basically can shoot and send it or whatever. See, the only thing I know about the new iPhone is that it's going to... Whoa, move my thing right there. That the uh, the iPhone OS is going to be able to allow multitasking. Yeah, there's that. Right. But it's also going to allow video conferencing, basically. Gotcha. Instead of talking, you can actually, you know... It, it's going to work just like if I had a webcam on top of the uh, monitor here. We could, you know, chat with somebody like Game Crush or whatever. All right, so this went on to the Boy Scouts of the United States. For those who are not in the, in the United States and don't know what the, what the Cub Scouts are, the Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts of America is basically it's like a uh, it's a group for young men who are learning. It basically teaches self reliance, uh, teaches survival tactics, a whole bunch of things. Well, scouting's a there's a bunch of scouting groups all over the world. It's not just here in America. I believe this is specific to America. I, I, right. I don't know if they do have chapters. I do know that it originates right. here. I don't know if there are chapters yeah, there's, in other countries. There could be. I yeah, know. there's scouting chapters like all over Europe and everything. All right, so if yeah. you're familiar with this, then never mind. I'm just you know repeating it for the sake of repeating it. So every country has one according yeah. to Greedock because he's, he's apparently an expert. The big thing about the leaked iPhone is the 4G. Yeah, right, yeah. 4G says evil gnome. Right. So that uh, it's kind of a big deal. There's scouts in Canada too. Right. Okay, moving Okay, on. anyway. Anyway, so apparently what it is is they give out what are called merit badges, which, uh, as the name implies, as you accomplish something, you're awarded a badge to sew onto your sash that shows you accomplish very things like helping out the elderly or learning to use a knife or, or making a tent. Tying or, ropes. I, I remember I had to do that. Knots, I had to yeah. do like outside stuff. I was a Cub Scout for a while. I was for about a year and I hated it. Oh, so. okay. It was stupid. But anyway, there's, there's a new badge now that the Cub Scouts can earn and it's a video game badge. It's about damn time. It's a right? video game badge for Cub Scouting, which is really about going outside and I, whatever. Anyway, okay, so you okay, so one requirement here: complete these three requirements. One, explain why it is important to have a rating system for video games. That's kind of ironic, considering what we were just talking. Download about. the podcast, and there you go. Check your video games to be sure they are right for your age. <laughs> Number two, with an adult, create a schedule for you to do things that include your chores, homework, and video gaming. Do your best to follow this schedule. And number three, learn to play a new video game that is approved by your parent, guardian, or teacher. So if, if you accomplish all three of those things, you get the badge. And here's the cool, I mean, here's where it helps to have a cool parent who can actually let you play a cool video game. What's your dad letting you play? Grand Theft Auto, what's your dad letting you play? Scribble Knots? Damn. Let's see. Then there's a, a pin, which I guess is like a super-duper badge Earn or the video game's belt loop and complete five of the following requirements. With your parents, create a plan to buy a video game that is right for your age group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
that. Number two, compare two game systems, for example, Microsoft Xbox, Sony PlayStation, Nintendo Wii, and so on. Explain some of the differences between the two. List good reasons to purchase or use a game system. List good reasons. It sounds like a book report. Yeah, I was going to say, it does sound like a book report. Number three, play a video game with family members in a family tournament. Number four, teach an adult or a friend how to play a video game. (laughs) Number five, list at least five tips that would help someone who is learning how to play your favorite video game. Number six, play an appropriate video game with a friend for one hour. Number seven, play a video game that will help you practice your math, spelling, or another skill that helps you in your schoolwork. Right. Right. Number eight, choose a game you might like to purchase. Compare the price for this game at three different stores. Decide which store has the best deal. In your decision, be sure to consider things like the store return policy and manufacturer's warranty. And number nine, with an adult's supervision, install a gaming system. Uh, I plugged it in the wall. Yeah. It's your badge. But yeah, by today's standards, that's pretty easy. to You just plug it in. That's it. <sighs> So that's that's what requires to get like the the super duper badge. The, Where do you begin with this? I don't. This, what is what this is scout, What is scouting and video game have? They have nothing to do with each other. How does this teach self reliance or any kind of survival tactics or any kind of uh, any kind of merit of any kind? Well, as far as reliance, you do learn how to install the game, uh, teach with people how to play the game with adults revision. Right, with your friend. I, right. Okay. Oh, a You're lot of that though. Friggin' wall. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to defend this, but sounds it, like. In point of it, there's a lot of things you do that has adult supervision. You don't do it by yourself. Now, the, the Boy Scouts do, but that's a totally different thing. That's when you're getting high up there. But I, I agree. This, this has nothing to do. Like, like, to me, when I think of, like, Scouts, I think of, like, you're going, like, outside in the woods. Camping. Learning about camping. Making a forest. You know, you're, fire, yeah, you're, you're, you're interacting with everyone. You're learning, you know, group dynamic things and stuff like that. But this, this has nothing to do with, with Scouting. None whatsoever. It, it just seems like they're trying to lure people into scouting by tapping into something that kids of that age normally like doing anyway, which is video games. It just seems to me that with this nation fighting obesity problem for kids, with this world, the, the civilized world, the first world, fighting the same issue of having obese kids, this is the last thing you want to do for a group that is out there trying to get kids uh, to be active, to do something on their own, to be outdoorsy. And this is what they come up with. Rewarding kids for sitting on their ass playing games. That's crazy. I, okay, most of this stuff they can do in, in about 10 minutes, hopping online and just researching. This is uh, Most of this stuff is like a glor- it's a glorified book report. Yeah. It's part book report, part economics test. It really is. How This has no merit whatsoever. This is ridiculous. I'm I'm trying to think if there's any video game that you could actually learn real life survival skills from. Like if you're trying to if you're really trying Dead to just, justify it. Yeah, maybe Dead Rising. Uh, let's um, see. Ghost Hunter. What? What? Go. Uh, shut up, Mecca. <laughs> like Monster Hunter, try games that you can learn survival tactics with, huh? Uh, that sounds like a YouTube series, like you know. Zombie survival games, yeah. Um, How to survive a zombie invasion? Okay, that's retarded. That's that's like Doom. I mean, you're kind of you have to survive there. You got to pick up weapons. So and like any, any fight your way out. So by that analogy, like any survival horror game because it's in Left for Dead too. Like all Left like Resident yeah. Evil and all that kind sure. of stuff. Uh, let's see. 
I mean, I learned economics through playing StarCraft. Um, That's survival. I got to build stuff to make weapons. Would dating Sims count because you have, you learn how to interact with girls? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, that bears some thought. I don't know. Because you, usually people who play those games can't interact with girls, but... People who play these games in general can't interact with anybody. Exactly. So... I don't, I don't know. But it, it's that's ridiculous. It just seems like a way to, to tap into video games and try and get... You know, and that very well kid, may kid, be kids the to be reason scouts. behind it is they're trying to attract more people into the scouts. Right. But I think this is this is the antithesis of what the Cub Scouts are. I mean, this is an absolute one hundred eighty degree turn. Yeah. This is. Uh, I don't know if I want to call it necessarily a travesty. I don't want, I, I'm trying not to go overboard yeah, here or over the top, but uh, this. I, th- is I, th- very, I think it's just one more drop in the bucket. That when you look at the bucket, you're like, Jesus, you know, it's a it's pretty a bucket full bucket. Lard. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I. And that's from yeah gizmodo.com about uh, I it's just it's kind of embarrassing to think that that's what we've come to now is an organization that is built and designed to get kids out and active. And it's basically telling them here do a book report and learn how to play video games we'll give you a merit badge. Guaranteed every kid will have that badge oh, and absolutely. make fun of the poor bastard that does Absolutely. You don't care about learning and how you're not. You don't care about learning how to pitch a tent. They'll have the television badge next. Then there are the surfing badge, you have to watch, um, the porn badge. You have to watch Man vs. Wild. You must and, uh, watch three different kinds of porn. One with animals and one with people. And then you have to compare them. And where can you go to get free porn as opposed to paying? And which one's better? Okay, Grittick is trying to make a legitimate point on this. It's, well, I think they're trying to teach kids how to manage their time within video games. So it, apparently, okay, well, apparently to him, it's well, it's more about time management and well, that should be being done as a matter of course. That shouldn't necessarily. Be, and he's I saying th- I'm going a little hard on this. But you know what? Damn it! Uh, this is. I, th- I I think there are other ways in order to learn time management that right. you don't have to get a video, video game, game involved. Badge. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to use that as the vehicle to get them to learn time management. Okay, I understand that, but uh, this entirety is so far off the reservation that doesn't even bear any kind of of, of conversation. It is, yeah. I mean, considering the history of the scouts and what they what they do, yes, that's it's completely out of left field. There's there's other ways. There, I bet you there's there's other ways that they learn time management. Already in the Cub Scouts. Don't you have to learn time management just to, I don't know, do your homework at night and balance out sports and Cub Scouts? I would think so. I have a meeting at 6 o'clock, which means I have to get my homework done before then. And I right. also have to eat dinner and have a bath. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can figure out time management because my parents, have, if they're doing their job, has already drilled that into me. Exactly. All right. Uh, is that it? Did, did it. we get rid of all the, all the topics? We got rid of every single major topic we had on the board. Unbelievable. I think this is the first this time we've first ever done time that. we've done that, so... And we didn't skimp on anything, I don't think, either. No, not really. No, we do have this or that. Make up your damn mind. It's time for this or that. All right, so time for this or that. We're going to do that real quick, then we got the quickening yet. So. Alrighty. Oh, uh, let's are we doing it. the mailbag, too? Yeah, we can probably do mailbags. I did get a, a few of them. All, All right. right. So these are actually given... These are sent in by none left, and these are for me to be read by you, apparently. Okay. Well, I think that's kind of unfair, because uh, only, I only get one, and you get uh, all well, those. Well, you know, there's another one, too, I believe. So I believe that Divine Justice also has Oh, okay. We'll, we'll Excellent. Use these, and we'll go to it. Okay. Uh, okay. Would you rather have a pet? Uh, would you rather have 12 Black Widow spiders or a rattlesnake? A rattlesnake. I don't rattlesnake. really like spiders, and I can put a rattlesnake in a cage or a, like one of those tanks and just leave it there. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I don't. I don't know why you would even want. I don't know why you want a rattlesnake, but more people have rattlesnakes than they do spiders for pets. 
Uh, would you rather play World of Warcraft for three hours or watch Twilight? Ooh. Death by Hang or Death by Fire? Uh, I would play. I would play the WoW for three hours because at least there's a modicum of competition out there. Right. I can at least play in tandem with people that I, you know I usually play with. Twilight, on the other hand, has not one single redeeming quality, and you have to be some twisted pervert to actually get any kind of enjoyment out of that. Mystic Man included. Continue. <laughs> Who's on her uh, her bachelorette party this weekend down at the Kentucky Derby? Is she? She she went to the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Wow. I didn't know she was a big racing fan. She isn't. My sister and her friends are so. Oh, it's something to do, somewhere to go to awkward. party and whatever. It's hey, look, I'm glad they're going to see horse instead of going to some strip joint. Okay, I, I guess that's true. Well, I, I know how much she loves to drink, so I'm sure she'll love the mint juleps that they yes. have there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you like Weird Al Yankovic or Jonathan Colton? Uh, Weird Al because he's done more. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. the only thing I know about Jonathan Colton is the Portal song, which. You've brought up actually a couple times. Today. I have oh, most of his stuff. I mean, he's really funny. He, he, he's more of like a geek rock kind of guy. I, I can burn you a CD of some of his stuff. I would like that. Yeah. Uh, Airsoft or Nerf guns? Nerf guns. Nerf guns? Yeah, well, yeah, you had that story before about uh, you pummeling your family and setting up cushions as a tent. Or oh, fort. Yeah, as a fort. Yeah. Actually, uh, we just had a Nerf war not too long ago. I had that. Did you? Did I show you that machine gun I had? Uh, yeah, the, the one you got yourself yeah, for Christmas? The belt-loaded... The X9000 yes. Super Duper yeah, kill true. everything. has a tripod. has an actual <laughs> electronic belt-fed <laughs> crew-serve machine gun. That thing is like 10 kinds of awesome. It's crazy. We've, we saw that. If that, God that, had a Nerf gun, this would be it. Didn't I show you the uh, that Office War thing with all the Nerf Yeah, you showed yes. me the Office. Yeah, and that was pretty funny. There. Oh, yeah. That is pretty funny. I love that. Can you imagine cleaning up after that? That's just it. I, it That's would take crazy. a long time. Well, I'm sure they all pitched in. Well, I'm sure up. they did. I'm sure they were finding bullets in the office like days later. All right. So this is a, this is a three for here. Uh, Mac, PC, or Linux? PC. Mac is for a bunch of overpriced yuppie hippies. Linux, I don't know if anybody uses. So PC. Okay. The Ottoman, the Roman, or the British Empire? Well, the Ottomans didn't really accomplish a whole lot other than pretty much picking the bones of people that were there before them. Right. The British Empire didn't last particularly long and were pretty much universally hated even to this day. Uh, I think. So it's Roman by default? Well, I mean, if you think about it, the Roman Empire gave us the foundation for civilization pretty much everywhere, even to this day. That between them and the Byzantines, I mean, they've accomplished more for furthering the modern world than either of the other two. Probably. Yeah, I'd agree. So there you go. This one's for Highlander. I don't know. I'm sure I want to use this one. It's, this is kind of kind of weird. So we're just gonna. I actually I don't want to <laughs> read that because it's it's. I don't know what the hell Dunleft was thinking. But I wouldn't. I, I would choose neither. All right. Where the hell, friggin' DJ sent me a couple that I was supposed to use here, and I hope I didn't delete them. Well, if if, if you delete them, there is a. You can go to like recently deleted. You, I no, don't know. I mean, this is deleted a while ago. Oh, okay. So that's what okay. I'm worried about here. And gotcha. I'm not. Oh, saying. no, it's right there. This or that. Go back before. Unless that's not it. Very at the bottom. Unless we did that one already. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we've done this one already, but I'll ask one. Intelligence or love? Intelligence or love? Yeah. Well, that's kind of tricky. I would, honestly, I would probably pick intelligence. But I, yeah, I guess I'd have to go with with intelligence i figure if i'm smart enough i can probably get someone to fall in love with me all right supposed to love good book or a good game good book really yeah there's this i get a i there's a certain feel for having a book and sitting in there and then you can in your mind's eye determine how everything goes and what everybody looks like as opposed to a game it's kind of like when you see the movie based on the book 
Like you, you're going into the movie with preconceptions as to what you think everything's going to be like, and right. And for the most part, it, it comes true. But there's always little things that the director chose you probably wouldn't have chose. It's similar with with a game as opposed to a book. Yeah, unfortunately, it looks like I deleted. I don't. Oh, that's too bad. What I would deleted that one. So. I don't know. That sucks because Divine Justice actually sent in some decent ones, and I have been holding them over. I think we used a couple of them, but we didn't use all of them. Uh, and I unfortunately no longer have that. I kind of feel bad. So, but I gave you. Um, a, a how about uh, Doom or Quake? Quake. Quake. Yeah, Quake. It just it, it added so much more to it. I mean, gotcha. Doom was a progenitor, but yeah, Quake. Might so, be. how about uh, Wolfenstein or Doom? Doom. Doom. I okay. hated Wolfenstein. You hated Wolfenstein. Hate well, you know, yeah. I, okay. Looking back on it, compared to the, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. I, Doom. Uh, da, 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 da. Nazi SS or the Viet Cong? I have to choose which one I like more? Yes. Wow. Um, can I shoot myself in the head? No. Okay. They'd probably do it for you, though. I choose freedom. <laughs> I guess... I, I, don't, I don't know. The Nazi SS, because I know more about them, I guess. I mean, I know about the, who the Viet Cong were, but so I... So you hate Jews? Do I hate Jews? You Apparently. No, you, no. you pick the SS. Just you. That's all. I'm not a Jew, though. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Attila the Hun or Alexander the Great? Alexander the Great. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Jesse James or Al Capone? I'd say Al Capone because part of his organization is actually still active today. He actually... Well, it wasn't actually his organization. Well, the, the thing, what he found, what he built... Is still well, around today. The, the mafia was there. The before. mafia was still around, but he, he built it up to such a such an extent that it's it's still around. Which by now I imagine when people are are probably catching on here. World War Two POW camp or Guantanamo Bay, <laughs> Little Rex. Okay, that should be a, Jeez. Uh, that should be a runaway. Guantanamo Bay or a World War Two POW. Fine, camp. fine. Nazis or communists. Nazis. Nazis. Yes. Oh, so you hate yourself then? Is what you? What? Well, we already established that you're a Jew, so. All right. Well, you established. I don't know. I okay, so we're, we're we're looking up deadliest warrior. Well, the around? reason why is I just been asking you basically what the uh, different matchups are for this season. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I didn't realize what the match was. What are the match? Oh my God! They have Attila Hunt versus Alexander the Great. Yes, unfortunately, Attila won. Which I can't. I, what? I just, it was Tuesday. That's what I said. I looked. I'm like blasphemy. Yes, kiss my ass. Blasphemy. All right. This is this coming week. We haven't got Jesse James yet. versus okay Aztec Jaguar versus Az- I don't know who the Azande are, so it's I can't really some. It's like an African yeah tribe I've never heard of. Okay, I picked the Aztecs just because they're you know Jaguars were badass. I, I didn't realize the show came back on because I, I watched all the first season because yep. it was one of those things where like it's a marathon. We'll show them all. Yes, so sat and watched them all. They were really good. Roman Centurion or the Rajput Warriors of India? Um, I don't know anything about the Rajput Warriors. Really? Of India. They yeah. were they were badasses. They were badasses. No, they were badasses. Uh, I oh boy, I see. I don't know because the Roman Centurions. It, it depends on what era because near the end they were kind of crappy. They were right. Just, you know, they were just in it to get paid. And my guess is they're going to pick them from the the meat in the heart of the empire. Right. Right. Uh, based on what you're saying, probably the Rajput. They were I, they were better individual warriors. The Roman was better as uh, as so like an army. Uh, so like the Rajput were they were kind of like lightly no armored. So it's going to be like speed versus strength kind of thing. Yeah, I mean it was boiled leather armor type of thing. I mean oh, they were okay. Indians. So. Gotcha. Somali pirate or the or the uh, Medellin drug look. Um, I don't know. The, the Somali pirates aren't that deadly. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's just a, a guy with a jackass Uzi. with guns and a boat. Versus so the med- these guys, which are the drug cartel, destroying yeah. Mexico. Ooh, this one's interesting. Check the next one out. Yeah, Persian Immortals or the Celts. Or the Celts? 
tough call. Although uh, the Persians did get their ass handed to him by Alexander the Great. So, you know, what does that and say? And the Greeks. And, well, yeah. I meant that with all. Celts, Isaac. I'd have to probably, probably the Celts. Damn right, because they, they're friggin' around today. They spread over all of friggin' Europe. Friggin', friggin'. I, well, I can't say anything else. Okay. KGB or CIA? <laughs> Flip a coin. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell do you use? It's Well, one's dead and one isn't, so there you go. <laughs> Ooh, that, that one's this a, one was a hard one. Vlad the Impaler versus Sung Tzu. I don't. I don't know. I mean, obviously he's into. I, I would. I would put the the mind game to Sung Tzu, but I don't know how how he great a prowess. I'm he sure was, he was a good general, but like prowess as an individual warrior. He was very good. That's how he he gained ranks in the in the empire. He was an excellent soldier. That's how it I started. would. But I I would go with Vlad the Impaler. I yeah in a in a close. He's got two things going for him. One, he's crazy, bad Shiite Muslim <laughs> crazy, and he's got God on his side. So we got both. A Ming warrior versus a musketeer. musketeer. Now this is like three musketeers, like yeah, in France, yeah, like not in France. not the you know musketeer of the age of rifles. A Ming warrior versus the musketeer. I would probably have to go with the Ming warrior. IRC is pretty divided on all of these. There's yeah. not a whole lot of consensus here. Well, everybody picked the Celts, but other than that... Well, the guy said the art of war is still being read today. Well, I understand he wrote a it's, book, okay. but I'm, we're talking right. about like if, if the two of them start fighting... Wait, you think he's going to run up and throw a book yeah, at Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I'm published. <laughs> uh. I so, so am I. It's called Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, vampire versus Sung Tzu. I would say Ming Warrior. I would say Ming Warrior, too. Yeah. In a close one. A Comanche versus a Mongol. Mongol. Comanche. No Mongols way. fought as a group. When they the the couple Mongols times they were badass, dude. As a group, as an army, most like the Romans. Uh, like for instance, when they invaded Japan the first time. Right. For the first two days they landed on the beach before the divine wind came and wiped them out, they fought a lot of duels against the samurai. Uh-huh. Because for whatever and I don't know why, but the samurai were challenging them, they were accepting. They lost almost every single one. After they lost a couple hundred warriors, they finally realized and said, Wait a minute, there's twenty thousand of us with bows and horses. Why the hell are we fighting individually? In a straight-up one-on-one match, the Comanche, if you think about it, were guerrilla. I mean, they fought the United States. They were, they were yeah, one. but they're, they're going to have, what, they're, the, the tomahawk? And that's pretty much it. Bow and arrow, tomahawk. Yeah, okay, the bow and arrow. All right. I mean, you can make a, a, a you can make a, a, an argument for having a rifle. I mean, these guys had a bow and arrow, a compo- composite bow, and what yeah. else did they have? Maybe a spear? A sword? Uh, a kind of sword, yeah, I yeah, guess. I guess. You know? All right, how about a Navy SEAL versus an Israeli commando? Boy, we could go rounds on this one probably. See, I, 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 last week I actually like, gave all my picks on this. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, okay. All right. Man, I... Wow, because... One train the other. Once you... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know if the, if the students have surpassed the masters considering that Israel is still around. Um, and still kick the hell out of everybody. That's... But I know. Again, but then again, so the Navy SEAL... I, so I, oh, wow. Um... All right, I'm going to take the Navy SEAL in a very close one. Yes, if it's if 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 it's one of those five versus four, like five versus five, five matches, yeah. it's going to come down to like the last two people. I bet. Yeah, and I'll, I will pick the SEAL teams as well. So, all right, so that's this for that. I wanted to get your opinions in on that. So. I, I, I love that show. I'm I, so glad it's coming back. I am too. I'm a huge fan, and uh, I'm upset that I didn't get to see this last week. I, I forgot it was on, but I'm pissed. To find out that Attila Hun beat Alexander the Great. That's ridiculous. Of course, they didn't take into the fact that Attila Hun was a midget, was a dwarf, <laughs> but, you know, well, he was. Right. The Scourge of God was a dwarf. Go figure. 
Okay. And well, I gotta, I, I gotta figure if if the Pope can stop you, that that can't be that good of a thing. According to legend, walked in and said, "God will burn you down, make you shorter than you are if you attack Rome." <laughs> Turn around, he left. I'm sure it's exactly how. Oh, it went. I'm sure it's exactly how it went down. I'm sure that's exactly what he said. It's <laughs> on the friggin' Pope in in English. Okay. That brings us to our last segment of the evening. All right. Which would be the reverse quickening. The reverse quickening. Uh, it, you know, what we should have done is had the quickening song and done it in reverse. Okay. Like, if, yeah. like that, I but, should have thought that, but I didn't. All yeah, right. well, yeah. What are you do? Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. All right, time for the first quickening. All right. Well, first off, thank you for your car, your answers this time. Normally I say thank you for your questions, but in this case, thank you for your answers. I know I was supposed to do it uh, last week, but obviously due to things happening in my life, I could not come to do it. Uh, but anyway, in the future, we're going to go back to the regular quickening. So if you have a question that you would like me to answer, uh, and it can be on any topic, and I do mean any topic, you can go ahead and email me at highlander1g at gmail.com with your questions. So anyway, here we go. What I did was uh, I, I called the best of the best. So even though there's only five questions, there are a lot of answers, which is why this is going to be a little longer than normal. So anyway, we'll go ahead and start with the first question of the reverse quickening. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? So I'll just start rattling off all the answers that you guys gave me and... Uh, if you recognize your answer and you're an IRC, just go ahead and uh, pop your head up and say it's yours. Own it. I don't know where Carmen is, but I can tell you where she should be. In the kitchen making me a sandwich. <laughs> that, that was one of my favorites. That was good. <laughs> I like that one. She's currently breaking out of an American detention facility in Kuala Lumpur. What? Why is would there be an American detention center in Kuala Lumpur? I don't know. Go on. Uh, either the place where left socks disappear to be two in the dryer... Or Rush Limbaugh's reality, not sure, might be the same place. I don't know what Rush Limbaugh has to do with losing your socks in the dryer. Okay. I understand. I'm sure, they're, world is what I think they're, I'm sure they're trying to make some sort of derogatory comment. Uh, she's been traveling to different game developers, auditioning for parts in different video games. She recently tried out to be the third Shiva sister in Final Fantasy XIII. If she got the part, she would have been the sidecar of the scissor cycle. That would have been interesting to see. Recent events suggest the presence of an evil mastermind in Smoltnik, Russia. Also, my sources confirm <laughs> that a person resembling Carmen Sandiego has indeed been observed near the Catlin Forest. I don't know what that meant. Well, this is obviously... Uh, you know, you should have seen the worst. Well, this is obviously a trick question. After hiding across the world and even hiding in time, Carmen Sandiego is obviously hiding in space. The issue here is her flashy red outfit completely fits in with alien culture, and her current game is a terrible Where's Waldo knockoff, and it's which dark-haired alien chick in a red outfit is really Carmen Sandiego. The title, of course, led to the game being played only in the Korean market. Funny you would ask. Actually, Carmen Sandiego is actually a space alien. How about that? Twice in a row. Seems like a theme. Who would an al- Why would an alien want to steal things? Well, it may seem like stealing to us, but she is just trying to preserve our history. She wants to have something to keep around after the alien armada destroys Earth. I, for one, am excited for 2012. I, for one, accept our ant overlords and can be very <laughs> beneficial in pointing out important people to work in their sugar caves. <laughs> She's with Waldo under the desk he's at, giving him a BJ. 
next to a water tower behind a fenced building, next to a fat guy with a shirt saying, do you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Ah, one of the age-old questions, like where's Jimmy Hoffa or is Elvis Presley still alive? No. Regrettably, the answer is not as exciting as you might think. After a life of crime that spanned countless heists of extremely valuable artifacts from around the world, Carmen Sandiego's life was tragically cut short while turning tricks <laughs> in a seedy dive bar in a country where the currency is measured by the peso. <laughs> I wanted to end with a good one right there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, the second question of the reverse quickening. If love is blind, why is lingerie so popular? Lingerie is popular because sometimes sluts like to get dressed up too. Any woman or man who wears lingerie who isn't a slut is just doing it so that they can pretend to be a street-walking whore for the few minutes they don the clothing. Because even if love is blind, if you touch a spiky cactus, you're still going to pull away. Lust has 20-20 vision. Besides, haven't you seen what Carmen Sandiego looks like? Because it feels so good. Lingerie being popular has nothing to do with love. The products appeal mostly to our feeling of lust and sexual desire, feelings that could be, but is not necessarily, related to love. Lingerie also appeals to our vanity. Dressing up in elaborate undergarments makes women, and some men, Feel pretty. That sounds like a real answer. What the hell's wrong with you people? There's, there's a couple of people that turned in real answers. And they must be new to the show. Yeah, yeah. I noticed a lot of people are insinuating that men wear lingerie. I, I noticed that. There was a slight pattern. Not the straight time. ones I'm aware of. Exactly. This question is obvious. Love is blind. Wives, of course, could never wear lingerie. It's the other woman that's always in lingerie. That's because lust has eight times binoculars with up to 17 lenses. Boobs. That was the answer right there. Uh, okay, if love is blind, why is lingerie so popular? Boobs. Done. Because there isn't always the convenience of turning the lights off, so lingerie was invented as a diversion for the eyes. By the way, uh, in, in keeping with the theme of the show, uh, I think only one of you managed to correctly spell lingerie. <laughs> if, you've, if, you're, if you're looking at all of this, see all the... We should play our own drinking game. We take a drink every time one of you idiots misspell a word. Now, I, drunk by the first I, I understand lingerie is a bit more difficult, but you're on the internet. You could just look it up and look it up in the dictionary. Autocorrect spelling. Come Jeez. on. All right. Uh, because love is like a bat. She sees with her ears. This question can be answered very simply. Would you prefer to view pictures of a beautiful woman in lingerie, or would you prefer to touch a beautiful woman in lingerie? Besides, how many times in your life have you faked being blind just so you could touch a woman's lingerie? Enough said. The third question of the reverse quickening, do vampires get AIDS? I was looking forward to the answers on this one. <laughs> vampires can, in fact, get AIDS. You may say, but they're undead. How can they get sick? I will tell you. When a vampire gets AIDS, their bodies immediately change to resemble skinny, bony, pale teenagers. <laughs> it's a recurring theme. They lose their taste for human blood and actually sparkle in sunlight <laughs> instead of burning and dying. It's a horrible affliction. And all other healthy vampires shun them with disdain. <laughs> yeah, I can see that reading these. Sure, this is how Edward Fairyboy Cullen is going to end up. Ask Robert Pattinson. Patterson? <laughs> See, that's what nice. I said. All right. No, vampire doctors are far more advanced than ours. They have a pill that cures AIDS. If a vampire sucks on someone and gets AIDS, he or she pops a pill, we should really force that information out of them. 
Vampires are fictional creatures, and they exist in a plethora of fictional universes. If they are susceptible to AIDS or not, may vary between different fictional universes, and AIDS may not even exist in a lot of these universes. If we were to assume that vampires were real, and that they, when they drank blood of an AIDS-infected human, the HIV virus would probably find its way into their bloodstream. However, because vampires are undead and their bodies are not technically living, it's unlikely they would develop AIDS or any other disease from the virus. Okay, again, a real answer. Yeah, some of those I spelling. Some of those I threw in just because. Wow, that that's you put a lot of thought into that to I try and. You, <laughs> I think you meant were, not where. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of wheres that are like we were. It's or lose l o s e. Yeah, as in er. The game Vampire the Masquerade taught me vampires can get diseases. They just don't suffer from them. But they can infect those they bite with the disease. If you notice the increase in the sexual icon vampire and the increase in the AIDS, it's not a coincidence. Obviously, gay, sparkly vampires are biting way too many people, and I'm not there as an awesome vampire to kill them. If you want the scientific answer, then yes, it is possible. You see, for HIV to be transmitted, it cannot come into contact with air. However, it's a well-known fact that blood goes straight into the vampire's mouth. The vampire then proceeds to digest the blood, where at least a small bit of it will get into its immune system. If you're asking if Twilight vampires get AIDS, then obviously they do. As good old Chris Hansen proved, <laughs> Edward is getting it on with other guys. <laughs> As we all know, AIDS is made by God to smite the gays, and if one has sex with other man, he will get it. They most certainly do. However, since they're immortal, they have to live with AIDS forever. And with the Twilight vampires, they're affected with mediocre, mediocre acting, AIDS, and sparkling forever. <laughs> Love this. Yes, symptoms include sparkling, immunity to sunlight, and incredible lameness. <laughs> no, they cannot get AIDS. Vampires can become HIV positive, however, though they can't nor will ever develop full-blown AIDS, kind of like Magic Johnson. See, Twilight with its sparkly vampires was onto <laughs> something. The sparkle on their skin is them sweating out the HIV virus. Regrettably, no one informed Bella that vampires are contagious during the secretion, so Bella ended up HIV positive. That was the real reason that Edward made her a vampire. He did it to save her life. Spoiler alert. On a side note, this this accretion process is the very reason that vampires hide from humans. During the process of sweating out the virus, vampires run an extremely high chance of infecting their food supply. After the sweat dries or crystallizes, its atomic structure is very similar to ecstasy. It's a highly hallucinogenic form to humans. Just like those hippies in the North Pacific that were licking toads for a high, (laughs) people were licking vampires for a high. Hence the reason vampires hide from humans. Jesus, God, this is long. I told told you it was going to be a long one. The fourth question of of the reverse quickening, where do flamingos come from? Flamingos don't actually exist. Really? Flamingos are actually a shared hallucination created by fairies that circle around areas where flamingos gather. The fairies spread out waves of magical pink energy that causes anyone or anything in the area to see the flamingos instead of the fairies themselves. Chuck Norris's lunch got stolen by a seagull, so he roundhouse kicked it so hard that its whole body stretched. <laughs> when it crashed several hours later into a paint factory, the paint fused with its DNA, thus the flamingo. <laughs> Dingoes set it on fire. Think about it. Well, the answer to this is simple, really. Flamingos come from, and it just says censored, so it's supposed to be a joke. Like, they're going to tell us, but they didn't tell us. From the same place all babies come from, with the stork. Didn't your parents ever tell you about this? The flamingo was invented so lawn gnomes could have pets. 
awesome. The issue was, of course, you had to create a creature that the lawn gnome would feel superior to. Pink anorexic birds with huge noses was the only thing that could fit the bill. The platypus was the prototype, but proved too awesome for lawn gnomes to own. Clearly, you have never played Final Fantasy VII. What do you think happens to all the poor inbred chocobos that result from people trying to get a golden one? The, the genetic screw-ups are many, and they range from retardation to mutation into strange pink birds called flamingos. Then they're shipped off to places like Florida, where they're kept away from the rest of the chocobos. An interesting question. When researched upon, I found that flamingos originally roamed with the dinosaurs and were red and white. It was not a peaceful coexistence as they fought over Vespine gas and the war was not going well for either side. When the asteroids were about to crash into the Earth and the dinosaurs told everyone that they will hold off the asteroids, did the flamingos decide that they would need to work together to survive? After thousands of years of evolution, the flamingos that we now see in the same gay pride parades and bars were the result of that endeavor. They don't exist just like unicorns. While your mother's top dresser drawer, of course... You know that pink fleshy thing you found that one time in between the couch cushions while searching for the television remote? That is a flamingo, a.k.a. your mommy's special friend. Now I know you're going to ask, why is a flamingo such a special friend to mommy? Simple, it's a bed warmer. It keeps her bed warm on those lonely nights when daddy has to go out of town on a business trip with his hot 20-something secretary. And the final question of the return quickening... Why is, insert the name of your country here, the best country in the world? Some of these you'll probably like and some of these you won't. Canada is the best country in the world because we get to ride polar bears to work, the store, or anywhere we please. We can go hunting for moose meat, a delicacy here north of the 49th, and beavers to make their pelts into stylish hats. Also, no one will ever invade us because they fear our mighty secret military adats. Now, there's a uh, Facebook page we can go to if we want to where it's all about Canadian ad-ads. Oh, it's, good. it's pretty, yeah. It's what do you expect Milk it to be. Milk in bags. The end. Why is Australia the best country in the world? Why isn't it, my friends? Terry the Taipan, Roger the Redback, Barry the Bull Ant, Chris the Croc, and Bruce the Alcoholic Farmholder may need to have some questions for you. And Skippy, too. My country is the United States, and it's the best country in the world because we are allowed freedom of speech where we can speak up against oppressive leaders and stave off draconian rule. F you, Cthulhu. Obama, you're okay with me. Uh, America, F, yeah, it's the uh, song. Yeah, I can't, I can't say it. And also that uh, it's a very popular motivational poster, all those guys holding guns. Oh, really? That's funny. Uh, now, that guy that said that actually sent a YouTube link to the actual song. Oh, but it? we can't play it, obviously, because right. yeah, so that's why I took that out. Uh, some of the reasons Norway is the best country in the world because we have really long days in the summer. The sun is up 24-7 for several weeks where I live. Two hours of daylight in the winter is only a minor issue. Low crime. Our, our door locks are mostly for decorational purposes. So is mine. The metric system. It's the superior system in all yeah. situations. Terrible public transportation system so you don't feel bad for driving everywhere. <laughs> and black metal. It's pure, it's pure musical win, and it teaches our children important values. Like Satan. Exactly. Death. <laughs> and guitar <laughs> hero. <laughs> Uh, okay, where was I? Uh, okay. Uh, well, that's because the beautiful country of insert the name of your country here, or often shorted as insert, has the best national anthem ever. That is, of course, insert awesome national anthem here, with such memorable lyrics as chorus and verse one. <laughs> I give them an A for originality. That was, that was pretty. That was the most original one I got. 
America is the best country in the world because when it all comes down to it, the only thing that matters is who can blow up who. That's true. America has the most nuclear weapons, so we win. If the S-blank T were to go down, there would be less of the other countries. Now, I don't know if there would be any Americans would survive, but you can sure as hell bet that no one else will. <laughs> That's the yeah. foreign policy that wins people. Okay. Yeah, because the little guy's working so well. America is the best because we're the only country that legally sells its own people heart attack food. Right. Like, like, like the delicious double-down chicken sandwich from KFC. Have you seen that yeah, crap? Yeah, Good Lord. O- only in America. And they're marketing it specifically to high school and college-age men. Only in America. If Just in case you don't know, the, the double-down chicken sandwich from Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's a chicken sandwich. So imagine a chicken sandwich. But here's where it gets weird. The bun, like the bread, there's no bread. It's two pieces of chicken. They flatten it out. So there's... There's, you've got one piece of chicken, then you lay the, the bacon on there, the cheese, the whatever sauce, and then you put a second chicken on top of it. That's, that's retarded. 1,200 calories. That's actually not the bib. Believe it or not, if you want to see that's the heart grill, attack, I think. That's, I think that's the grill. There's a, there's a Hardee's burger that you don't even want to know. We're it's talking Hardee's, like 4,000 calories. I, I would eat a Hardee's It's burger. insane. It's, it, it, it gives you an automatic heart attack. Uh, let's see, no other country in the has the balls to kill off its own people with food. America really isn't the best country in the world. Well, it's like shoes your older brother gives you. They're ugly, they smell bad, and they're way too big, but you just grow into them, replace the smell with yours, and make a few holes and give them to the next guy down the line. This is a question that I regrettably don't have a good answer to. I would respectfully forward this question on to Emperor, because like him, I'm a conservative Republican, Though I feel that America hasn't been the best country in the world since Ronald Reagan was in office. The party of Reagan is no more, and I feel very disenfranchised with my own political party, let alone the federal government. I would be interested to hear Emperor's feelings on this, because when these questions were originally asked, he sounded like he would have no problem answering this question. Maybe he might even be able to restore my faith in a system that seems to be eroding before my very eyes. Well, I I guess I'll throw it to you. Do you want to answer that? Well, yes, I can answer that. I'm sure you could. I feel very much the same. When you have a government that no longer listens to its constituents, doesn't give a damn about what the people want, and comes up with every parliamentary trick they can find to get their agenda across, and it's pretty much alienated and disfranchised the entire country, yeah, I could see where I would agree with that. And you're right. The Republican Party is pretty much dead. At least it's not what it once was. They were too concerned about moving towards the middle, being moderates, and the result is they become a minimal party of... Well, real no, no real consequence. For people who think there's going to be this giant shift in 2010, I've got news for you. Are we going to win some seats? Yes. Are we going to win the majority? No. Do I still think America is the best country? Yes. But I agree with this guy wholeheartedly. I am disenfranchised myself. I don't trust the federal government. And for the first time in, well, I guess polling history, apparently the majority of Americans don't trust the government either. Which I, I would have thought that would have been the case all along. I, I, I I've never known anybody who trusts the government, but now not, apparently not many it's, people. Yeah, I've, I've never really known it. Everyone that I always talk to is like, oh, that's the government. They're right. a bunch of crap. But no apparently, matter, no matter now, who's in office. Now, apparently, according to Gallup, now the majority of Americans do no longer trust the federal government. So I, all right, Pretty I would sad. have thought that would have happened a long time. So anyway, that was the that was the last answer. So once again, uh, thank you for your answers. Uh, if I didn't read yours, well, it's because it uh, was not the best. I I couldn't read all of them because you saw how long that took. That took a right. freaking long time. But anyway, uh, we're, we're going to go back to the regular quickening now. So uh, if you have any questions you'd like to ask me, you can go ahead and turn them into Highlander1G at gmail.com. And Highlander, that ends the show. Actually, 25 minutes early for a change. Wow, so, we actually oh, ended, instead of running out of time and scurrying. 
We're which is ahead of schedule. Which is probably the best because isn't there a show coming on right after us? I believe Game Nights actually debuts tonight at 10 p.m. Oh, okay. So we we have plenty they of They pushed it back. It was supposed to be last week, but apparently they're going to debut this week. Oh, okay. So what did we learn this week, Hollander? What did we learn? Uh, well, we learned why uh, where Carmen San Diego is. We learned what flamingo where flamingos come from. We learned can vampires get AIDS. We learned uh, why people think their country is the best country in the world. I learned that I am still very skeptical of the Ark, even much as I'd like them to find it. I don't believe they have. I don't think they have either. I learned that the state of California wants to try and do everything for people and tell them how to live. I learned that Cub Scouts can apparently get a badge by playing video games. Still don't get that. I don't get that either. Uh, I learned that people in the UK, or at least some psychiatrists, worry about kids playing on their smartphones violent video games, smartphones they don't own and can't buy. And I learned that psychiatrists are worried that uh, kids in South Korea are getting a video game addiction. And I also learned that apparently now you can bet real money on video games, specifically Super Street Fighter 4. Who knew? I think that's uh, all we learned. That's anything else that we learned? Bit. No, actually, well, we're at the rhythm we learned, too. Yeah. Well... I guess we're down to thanking people. I want to thank none left, our IRC rep and our article guy. He uh, worked overtime this week. My appreciation to him. My thanks to Mecca Hawk, our show contributor, who sent some of the songs in that we'll probably be using next week. I didn't get a chance to use most of them this week, but uh, I'll send a couple of ideas to articles. Uh, hang on. After you do anything special for editing the show outside of cutting the music out, if not, then I know you were very busy, so I don't know if you editing for no, I, that's all I do is I just take out the music and that's all it's required. I mix it down into a smaller size and then I send it out. So, people want to know what the game we were trying to show earlier was XCOM UFO Defense. What is my StarCraft name? It is TheEmperor.CIG. Highlander now has his own key. I don't know when he'll be up and running, if at yeah, all. Yeah, i got to work on that. It's my computer. I have to get it uh, up to spec. we got a month before it releases, so get your ass in gear. All right, all, all right. right. So, uh, having said that... I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Don't forget, we're back to 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're back to our normal scheduled programming, because uh, we were taking the two months off because of Shotcraft. Shotcraft does air tomorrow at noon p.m. right here at vtwproductions.com with Total Biscuit. On Sunday afternoon, we've got uh, Octail and Hordak versus the world. Oh, wait a minute. you got to, uh, yeah. Yes, I'm looking for Where is it? I, I know I've got it here. I just got to find it. Have they ever figured out? No, I don't think they listen to the show. They have. I don't have a clue. Because I've, I've, I've seen them in IRC, so they had to have heard us. Uh, either that, they just don't care. I, I don't know why. But damn it! Uh, let's see. And then uh, Sunday evening, we have Casually Hardcore with None Left. I'm just None Left. Christ, No Wise and Crew. <laughs> And uh, actually, this had a kid. This had a baby. So wow. congratulations, congratulations. To no wise. Do we have family. to give that uh, plug for those uh, that company? Yes, UGT servers. I was getting to that. Oh, okay, jumping ahead. No problem. Uh, unlike that weirdo Ked Whaling guy, he didn't you know videotape and stream the whole thing live. God, what a weird guy that was. Oh, jackass. Uh, <clears throat> UGT servers, uh, Ventrilo servers, are our sponsor. So our thanks to UGT Ventrilo.com. Isn't that it? Yes, I think that's it. Yes, yeah, so yeah, close enough. Just look up UGT and you'll find it. All right, I think that is everybody. Oh, well, Game Nights, come, Game Nights, K-N-I-G-H-T-S, uh, is on 10 p.m. right here, 10 p.m. Eastern, in about an hour and a half. So stick around. And then Tuesday afternoons, I believe, no, are not done left, but Natural 20, actually, he's moving his show to another time again. He's got schizophrenia. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he's doing. He's got a show, and then there, you know, Sue Gaming has a show, so check it out, vtwproductions.com. Also, don't forget... 
And we are recruiting for StarCraft 2 now. We have a couple of applicants underway at Clan Imperial Guard, Clan1G.net. Check us out at the home of the Guard. Go, Guard. Thank you. All right, folks. That's been another awesome edition of the Emperor's Courts. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Nick Legg. And I just realized we stopped playing our music for some reason, so let's try that again. There we go. Bad manners are better than old manners at all. Stay classy, Nick Legg. The hell? Never mind. So long, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>